Welcome to D-Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it podcast. This month, your D-Commentators are me, Lucas. And me, Emma. And we have joining us a very special brand new Woo! guest. Woo! Okay. <laughs> Does that mean say your name? Oh, my name. Key my name. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm Brittany Butler. Uh, I am one of the hosts of the Even Stevens Ranked podcast, which is a podcast entirely dedicated to all things Even Stevens. And yeah, are we saying what movie we're talking about today? Yes, is it self-explanatory. No, it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> we're here today to talk about the Disney Channel classic, the Even Stevens movie. And of course, we have Brittany here because I think if you listen to last month's episode, we kind of touched on this. Emma and I weren't big uh, into the Stevens. We li- we liked the show. We just didn't watch it all that much. But I remember watching this movie all the time. I loved this movie, even though I didn't really, like, get the show, necessarily. Which I think is a good sign of a a movie based on a TV show, when you can watch it without knowing the I don't know, and I was looking at the date of this movie, and then the date of the series, and so I don't know if it was not a tasting that you didn't watch. You were actually probably a little young for the show. This came out in 2003, I think. Mm -hmm. That's when the movie came out, yeah. Brittany, correct me if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't this, like, the series finale? Like, this finished the run of the show? It was, yes. So, like... In 2003, I was, like, 10, so you were, like, what, 7? Yeah. And then, so when the show was on, you were, like, 5? Like, you might have been a little young for even Well, but I remember watching the show and enjoying it. I just didn't, like, sit down, plot myself down every single time it came up. Yes. But, uh, but uh, yeah, that's probably a fair point. Uh, but, like, uh, that's an interesting point to bring up. So, like, Brittany, did, so was there, like, an actual series finale, and then this movie got made later as like a bonus thing and then that was the la- the end of it or yes. was this always part of the plan um i think I, I mean i don't know if it was always part of the plan but i mean I, it was one of their most successful shows aside from lizzie mcguire um right. at the time so but of course lizzie mcguire like i we always talk about how you know even stevens was always in lizzie's shadow and so lizzie got a theatrical release and even stevens got a decom <laughs> um, which that's that says it all really um yeah and so uh, yeah does that make it does that make cadet kelly the christy carlson romano and hillary duff grudge match that have been building for years <laughs> they were the, the shows were rivals a little bit um but um but yeah there was a series finale that was infinitely better than this movie in my opinion yeah i kind of got that vibe too like this is like i i will i'll be able to say it up top i think this is a pretty fun movie it's mm-hmm. a good time but like if you were to tell me like this is how the show ends and i don't even know the show that yeah. well i i it doesn't feel i don't get enough closure yeah. well, from this movie. i just as someone that did kind of watch the show i was a little bit older like i just didn't like it because it removes them from like the like natural state of the show like exactly. all of the side characters yeah. that you love yeah it feels and, like, like a are, side like, story. watching them on tv and have like five lines mm-hmm. and they're completely except for twitty and tawny who come to thank god yeah. mm-hmm. but i was like this is, god just, forbid. This is just such an outlier <laughs> what was the series finale like was it just like a normal episode um i th- i call it pretty cinematic honestly where um the mom eileen she was running for state senator or she was run- i think it was yes yeah, state senator or something yeah state senator. because I, I remember that because i was surprised they said that in the movie i was like the mom's a senator yeah, 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 yeah. I I, for some reason i just i didn't um i don't know if i can't remember if in the finale they actually explicitly state 
if she was running for like a higher position. And then they find out she won. And then the whole family is just like, oh, yeah, this is like amazing. Like, I'm going to like, you know, Lewis decides he's going to tell Tawny he's in love with her via like videotape because he realizes that they have to move across the country and he's never going to see his friends again. Um, so he like makes a videotape telling Tawny he loves her on it, gives it to Tom to give to Tawny. And then the father like quits his job. He like cusses out his boss on the phone because he's like, I'm never going to see you again. So, oh, blah, blah, so that's blah. why he's between jobs yes. in this movie. Yep. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. So that was good continuity there. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Donnie tells Coach Tugnut that he's moving and then Coach Tugnut decides he's going to move to Washington with them or something to continue. <laughs> <laughs> to, to continue coaching Donnie. Um, and then, because he wants him to be the first male rhythmic uh, gymnastics, like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's like, it's crazy. And so yeah. there's that. And then um, I'm trying to think of who else is. Oh, and then Ren, uh, her uh, two best friends, she finds herself a replacement best friend for them because they were going to go to a concert together and... <laughs> Now they can't that go to sound, the That sounds like a very Ren thing. Yeah. yeah, and she like she has like a binder full of like things to be like. Here's everything you need to like be their friend, and mm-hmm. like all this stuff. Like it's just ridiculous. Um, each one kind of had their own like goodbye kind of plot. Um, but yeah, that's a good way to kind of like and the, facilitate a goodbye feeling. Yeah, like yeah, but then everything gets turned on its head when it's revealed that there was a recount of the votes and Eileen did not win. <laughs> I just guess. Yeah, Emma literally guessed. <laughs> yeah. If you like, can't hear that, guys. <laughs> Emma was so invested in the way you described this I'm television episode. I'm going to watch this, this on Disney Plus Yes, now. it is on Disney Plus. Yes. Um, but yeah, but it's great because at the end, Lewis ends up like breaking into, uh, into Tawny's house to retrieve the tape. But when he gets home, he realizes that the tape he picked up says to Lewis... And Ooh. and he pops the tape. I guessed again. <laughs> yeah, and he pops the tape into his uh, TV, and it's Tawny sitting down doing the same exact thing he did for her, and they're both saying how much they're gonna miss each other, going down memory lane a little bit, and then they both say that they lo- that they love each other on Aww. on the <sighs> tapes, and it's it's so good. It was that is good. It was That's it was stuff. it was like the most what, hands down to this day like one of the most romantic things I've ever seen on the Disney Channel. Yeah, um, literally. And everyone, I, everyone, that's gonna be the podcast. Screen. Her dramatic reading yeah. of the finale. <laughs> when she we can't talk that. Screen in this movie, I was like, oh, I remember being very invested in Lewis and Tawny <laughs> yeah. and their relationship and wanting them to be together. I was like, oh yes, her. This is a thing. Yeah, but I, like, that's forgot. But that's one of the reasons why I was never the biggest fan of the movies because they hardly interact in this movie yeah um and so as a kid being like i had a massive crush on shia so like as a kid i was like so into this romance stuff so i was like oh my god and then when you know lewis and finally finally lewis and tawny finally got together in the finale episode like the episode basically ends with them walking away hand in hand down the school hallway and we're like okay they're going to be together now um and so i was excited for the movie and then I remember as a kid when, like, the promos started coming out for the movie and it was like, the Stevens family on an island vacation, like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, <laughs> I was so disappointed. I was like, are you, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, this is the movie? Like, like I, the movie isn't the wedding of Lewis and <laughs> Well, you know, I just wanted, I wanted something that was, you know, I feel like, I, I think, you know, I have like a website where I've reviewed all of the episodes and I, I said, um, in the finale episode that I wish maybe the finale of the series was more of a wacky plot like this movie and then the movie had a plot like the finale episode. Yeah, yeah I You know, yeah, something yeah. like that. Because it's like, it's a freaking decom. Like, you want it to be 
I was like, just have something with a little bit more heart, a little bit more mm-hmm. like. Uh, and I think, they, and I think they, they try to do that, but for but... some reason they think I don't know. It's like every like series to movie, they think they need to elevate the series yeah. in some way mm-hmm. to make it a movie. Like even Lizzie McGuire, which is the same thing as even Stevens, except for her little like cartoon, yeah, whatever the hell that's called, like her conscience. Mm-hmm. I liked as a kid that it was just a girl who was the normal family. Going through the story, like, kind of like Even Stevens. Like, there's no fantastical, crazy elements to exactly. Even Stevens. They're no. just a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Lizzie McGuire is the same. But when Lizzie McGuire was a movie, she has to go to Rome and become yeah. an Italian pop star. Yep. And we don't have Miranda. She's kicked to the oven curb. In Mexico. And then, like, like Even Stevens stakes. has to go onto an island reality show. Yep. Like, they have to, like, make it this crazy thing to mm-hmm. make it a movie. Yep. I, yeah. I always It's a weird, it's a weird thing. And it definitely gives me big... I mean, we are the, we've already done the... Kim Possible movie, where it's like, okay, well, you got your 65 episodes, for those of you who don't remember, we've talked about, for some reasons in the channel, canceled all their shows after 65 episodes. Yep. And then they were like, okay, well, you're still successful, so we'll give you a movie, mm-hmm. but then that's it, pretty the much. The movie will also be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can get into the plot of the movie. Well, yeah. Start. yeah. The only really news we have to talk about is Disney Plus is out now. Yay! If you, if you think that's something you would enjoy, uh, maybe think this about buying it. This podcast is brought to you by Disney <laughs> I Plus. W- I wish it was. Disney, give us, us money. Honestly. Give us money. Give us money and we and some promo codes to give Pay out. Us and we will... and Britney money because we're yes. encouraging rewatches of your content. We absolutely are. Give also, us... put under wraps on the thing. You got a bunch of Disney Channel original movies, but you didn't get the very first yeah, one. Yeah, that doesn't what are you make doing? any sense. No. You, and you also, also Disney Plus, you need to fix the order of the episodes of Even Stevens. Season two is completely out of order. Oh, damn. Mo- most of season three is as well. And the last. Shots fired. And the last three episodes of season one are out of order. So. Yeah, you know, Twitter's been pissed off that they got the Simpsons in the wrong aspect ratio, but why are they not pissed off Even Stevens is out of order? It's really, it, makes, it, makes, it makes no sense. They put a Beans episode. Like in season two, Beans joins the show in season two. They put a Beans episode from where we've already been introduced to him at episode three, and then his actual first appearance, an introduction episode, is episode seven in their order. <laughs> so I'm like, what are you doing? Like, it's not yeah. that trash. Hard, guys. That's, a, just, that's ridiculous. They're Russian. They're too focused on the Mandalorian. That's, that's true. Lost sight of what's shit. important. Um, but well, actually. Quick sidebar, Brittany, would you, I don't know if it, the odds of this, but would an Even Stevens Disney Plus reboot be possible slash interesting to you? Oh, uh, me and my co-host Ethan, we talk about this a lot. As like such big fans of the show, we obviously have like our own like requirements. Like we think like, hello, mm-hmm. like if Shia won't come back for it, then just don't do it. Just don't, yeah, just no, 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 just yeah, don't yeah. do it. I think it. it would 110% happen if Shia LaBeouf was not Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. I was like, I was like, you can't have, and even Stevens reboot without Lewis Stevens. Cause like we were talking, no. we were talking mm-hmm. about how like as much as it was very Ren and Lewis, like they're the even Stevens trying to get even all the time. Like Shia, it was kind of his show. Like he was like the lead. Yeah. Character. It was kind of, he was the breakout. He from was the show. kind of like the, it was kind of like I was reading articles about it, trying to remember like what the takeaway from the show was. Like was just like, he was like, it was like a modern Dennis the Menace. Like he was like just like a the little big, bit, yeah. crazy one. And I think it's so funny that we're doing this now. I don't know. We're just like, we're so topical guys. The show hits the big issues. Like, oh my God. There was just, no, I'm just saying there were so many articles written about Shia LaBeouf this past week because his new movie, Honey, Honey Boy, Boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. where right. he plays his own abusive father. Which colors this? I I had never read like anything about him, and I read like six articles about Shia LaBeouf in the past week, and I was like, "That's like that's a light load so for me." Tortured. I was like, "He's so tortured, and he's like very talented." When you're watching this, so it like it makes it hurt even more. I was like, "Oh my god, he's so good!" But yeah, he really was like this was like his 
Yeah, thing. Hazel's the breakout star. Yes, yes. Um, but let's let's start talking about this movie because this movie, first of all, has a whack opening. Yes, it's where like, that, fe- that that feels like uh, maybe because we watched this one already. It feels like it's from the Jet Jackson movie. <laughs> like the music and the close-ups of the guy on the computer feels like Jet Jackson. Yeah, close-ups on his uh, finger dramatically hitting the return key. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also, it, it's like shitty Matrix. Like he has like yes, yeah. sunglasses um, yeah. and all the pictures floating around. I was like, oh yeah. And it's just it's just a guy at a computer looking at pictures pictures of families and yeah. then like tap 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 and then some of the pictures go away and i was like what criteria is he cutting these families off like what like what is this it looked like uh a computer game what's that one where they fall into place the thing tetris, tetris? yes it's not <laughs> it was just like a computer game but okay like picture tetris um, there was no forms that he was but at. so eventually a, a picture of the stevens family appears which was funny to me because shia labeouf is so clearly not in that photo yeah, yeah actually so, actually, so horribly shit photoshopped I, I, I wrote in my notes um it's very strange to me i always notice that and it's strange because that family photo we see it throughout like the entire series or at least they did like one photo shoot where they have a bunch of different versions of that photo like just slightly different poses of the family that, yeah, yeah. that we see throughout the series and he's not photoshopped in the photos we see throughout the show he's just like slightly younger but in in this photo they decided to just photoshop older shia labeouf's head on younger Shia LaBeouf's <laughs> body, but they didn't change anyone else. Like they didn't, they didn't add older Ren to it. Like she still has her braces in this picture, I think. Like, like they didn't change anyone else. But they were like, no, we just have to make Lewis. Like we have, we have to have season three Lewis's yeah, head. Yeah, for, for some reason you could you could have just said it's an older family photo. Exactly. We'll say one thing about this: like puberty is a wild animal, you guys. Because <laughs> I remember this show, and I remember what Shia LaBeouf looked like in this show, and then I watched this movie, and I was like. Holy hell, he's a giant. Yeah. He's, he's taller. He's taller over. than Chrissy Carlson or He's towering yeah. over everyone. It's hilarious. Yeah. I was like, when did this happen? Like, I don't remember, I don't remember the seasons well enough to know, like, when he, like, fully hit puberty, but I was like, oh, like, he's towering over Donnie in scenes. And then they're, <laughs> they're, like, putting him in the back. Like, they yeah. keep pushing Shia to the back to make him look more. And he's supposed in to line. be, he's supposed to be the youngest the sibling, youngest right? Sibling. Yes. Like, yeah. He, he kind of, he sprouted up in season two a little bit but then season three he pretty much looks exactly like he does in the movie the whole time gotcha. um but but yeah season two also because season two um a lot of the episodes aired out of order well most of some of the episodes aired out of order throughout the whole series um so like from the end of season one to episode one of season two his voice change is like so oh. it's so drastic like if you're binging yeah. it and you watch the end of season one and then you get to season two suddenly it's like why do we have to study for like blah blah, blah. i'm like ah <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like really jarring but yeah i'm sure yeah yeah that always is when you're dealing with kids <laughs> Um, Kid actors, man, that's yeah. the thing. But but so uh, we go from the, he the picture of the Stevens family club and the guy on the computer goes perfect. Um, <laughs> then we roll credits and I just said to myself and in my notes, Dave Coulier's Dave Coulier's in this. Yes, what? yes, he is. I did not remember. And him spoiler being alert, he's in it for like less than a minute. Why did you get Why did you get Dave Coulier if you're gonna could be have literally been anyone? Could have been. And yep, literally, I like he has like two lines, but it's it's just that's great though, right? It that is. He's just, I mean, I'm he's like, just I'm... in here with a few random lines as this other rival TV host, like yeah. I mean, I wasn't expecting they it. They got Dave Coulier for one day. He's like, I, I will show up. That's for one his. Day. We're that's doing his, all my scenes. That's his um, slogan, Dave Coulier for one day. Yeah. That was... <laughs> 
One day cool, yeah. Once, <laughs> once a day cool, yeah. Right. I also um, then remembered that Tim Meadows is in this. Yes. Who is uh, one I, of my favorite comedians uh, yeah. of all time? Yeah, I, I feel we can get into this here. I feel like Tim Meadows is very underrated as a comedic actor. Oh, yeah. He is always funny. For those of you who don't know, he's the principal from Mean Girls. He was on SNL. He's, uh, he's hilarious. Yeah. And I'm so happy that he's here. I mean, I love Disney Channel. This man should not be doing Disney Channel. He's so goddamn funny. And I remember <laughs> being like, he's like, I remembered his role and I was like, oh, I hope that he's not just on the sidelines. He's no. not even this whole movie. No, he's he gets the, more screen time uh, than also, someone I mean, Okay, also, we already talked about that, that it's a reality show. Spoiler, he's the villain. Yeah. And he's great. Yeah. He is awesome as the villain. I love it. Uh, but we haven't met him yet. For, so, yeah, we do credits and we cut to uh, Ren's junior high graduation or eighth grade graduation it's, uh, she looks 17 years old yeah so fun fact um she is i think she's around <laughs> she's around like 18 or 19 i think their school lawrence junior high goes till ninth grade um but it, that's never like explicitly said <laughs> at all um it's just something that you when you watch the show as obsessively as i have um sure, sure. you notice this stuff so like in in the first two seasons, Lewis and Ren are, Lewis is in seventh grade, Ren's in eighth grade. And then in the third season, Lewis moves up to eighth grade and Ren is saying that she's no longer in seventh or eighth grade. Like there's a quote where she's like, oh, I would do that, but it's only for seventh and eighth graders. And I'm like, okay, but you still go to Lawrence Junior High. So what <laughs> the heck grade are you in? Like you must be in ninth grade. Um, and so, yeah, I, so I, I, I bet that was just the showrunners being like, well, we got to still have them at the same middle together. school. Exactly. Like, so let's just say this is some weird school that for some reason does the freshman year of high school. Yeah, it's the glee know. problem. You made those kids too old yeah. and then the show was a hit. <laughs> um, but so she gets up. First of all, we get the, a speech from the principal. She also was kid. wearing my favorite hairstyle of the early aughts, which is flipped out like stick straight and then flipped, flipped out, out in that bottom. little like swoop <laughs> which i recently wore on halloween when i was mandy Moore from the princess diaries it was a big there was a lot of it was a big year for that hair 2003 it was really a hot hairstyle i love it um and so she gets called up to give the valedictorian speech by the principal who the principal is also really funny i love he was a great character he was yeah he's like yeah. A, he's a beloved character i'd say yeah i yeah i could get that just because for like the Three scenes he's in in this movie. He made me laugh like every and time. And that's the problem with this movie. Why is he in three scenes? Like, yeah. I, that's, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, but uh, she starts giving the speech, and then Donnie, the oldest Steven sibling. Who, 35 years old. That man is balding. I was like, Donnie yeah. is so I, I think old. I think that's part of the joke, too, uh, because Donnie obviously is not very smart, and he was only like a sophomore or junior in high school during the series or whatever. So it was like, I think that was the joke that like, obviously, then he got like held back. Yeah. Like obviously this 30 year old guy is playing a sophomore in high school. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, and he's, and he's dumb on top of it. So yeah, I think that's just all part of the, the thing. But. I think it's also like the coach probably just kept holding him back. Cause he was so obsessed with coaching. But <laughs> I was just like, I was like, guys, guys, his hair is like, his hairline is peaking. I was like, this show needs like, thank God we're wrapping. Like this man cannot play a 18 year old anymore. Um, but so he he pops into a seat next to the elder Stevens uh, the elder Stevens the, the parents yeah and uh, <laughs> I, yeah, like, I don't Who? know I don't know and uh, he's they're like hey where's Lewis uh, and you're late and he's like oh well, I dropped him and Beans off they said they wanted a better view and they're like view for what and then we cut to like a Mission Impossible esque score mm -hmm. where Eve, where Lewis is like darting between people and he's got like and okay again I don't remember the show that well. Did he always have this like complex technology? Was he an inventor? Yes, yeah. he was. He was. Okay. He was always creating things, always building things. Uh, it was mainly to support like 
gags that he'd do. Really. Yeah, yeah. There would course. be like really I was, like I wasn't expecting him to develop cancer research. Yeah, I know. But there, it was just like there was no explanation. Like he he could just do all of these things. Like he was like, sure. oh yeah, I just like created this thing. Like you know, did this and that. I'm like, you are an extremely talented engineer. You, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like you know what I mean. Like I say, like if there was a reboot, like Lewis should be like have a day job like as an engineer and then do like stand up comedy at night or something. Honestly, given his uh choice of shirts, I would believe he grew up to be Doc Brown from Back yes, to the Future. I, exactly. <laughs> like this it, is like his origin was, story. Yeah, a little bit, totally. Yeah. I also like uh, you know how I know I'm getting old? Like I remember like kind of enjoying like I remember enjoying this show as a child and being like, Oh my god, Lewis and I'm watching this now and she's giving her speech and he's trying to fuck with her yeah. and I was like, So was the plot of the show that she's just a smart, successful woman and he's an asshole? Because I don't like this. I was like, Why must I was like hurt. I was like in twenty nineteen, I was like, let her give her speech and I was like, This is why I'm too old for the Disney Channel. <laughs> well, it's just, you know, little brother antics that they just stretch yeah. to the max to be like, Oh, I know. Well, you know, it's like Lewis is just always there to ruin everything, regardless of what it is, how important it is. For his um, own sick pleasures. Yeah. But I always, I was never a big fan of this um, prank specifically, not just because um, if we're talking about physics, like, this is yeah, not possible so, 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 at so all. many questions. Like, so, so first of all, we have a flying beach ball. I remember it being just he introduces a beach ball to the crowd that they bat around. Yeah, and that no. Thing. That but is no, not what happened. Visibly flying. On like a wire that must be extremely thin because you cannot see it at all. Yeah, Lewis eventually created drone technology in 2003. <laughs> it's really impressive. So he the beach ball starts coming around when she's trying to give her speech and it's distracting and everyone's starting to laugh. The coach is tasked to try and catch it, but he can't. And then she just gets frustrated and concludes her speech. And then I <laughs> I do remember this gag. And I think it's only the nostalgia that I find it as funny as I do. But he says, okay, it's time for confetti. And he flips the thing on his remote control. And then Bean says, oh, confetti. <laughs> I thought you said. And then the thing turns into a... For, actually, I said Tim Meadows was the villain. We meet the real villain of the movie, which is horrible CGI. Yes. Oh, a yes. weird <laughs> amount yeah. of it. Like, you did not need this much, Disney Channel. No. You could have done this gag without CGI. Like, yeah. you didn't have to show it. How, like, just drop the spaghetti on their heads. Yes. Like, you don't <laughs> need to spend money on this. Yeah, because it just starts spinning in terrible CGI and then everyone gets hit with spaghetti and they said I thought you said spaghetti and Lewis has a great line which is your poor listening skills have finally paid off yeah. okay really quick just an aside I need this answer from Brittany who the hell is Beans and where did he come from because I don't remember him being I just remember him existing as like Lewis's like like slack like where who is he supposed to be and where did lewis find him um okay so he's just their neighbor right yeah he's their neighbor but beans like literally showed up out of nowhere and i think that's part of the joke like that's the mystery of beans he's just like he's just following them around one day like hiding in bushes watching lewis and twitty walk around and then eventually they catch him and they ask him like why are you following us whatever and then they end up basically just giving him the nickname beans his real name is bernard arangaran and they just call him that and then he starts hanging out with them as like an annoying little kid hanger on and that's pretty much it i i got the impression he's kind of like kimmy gibbler except that nobody even really likes him like I, he's not even friends with i also yeah. love the tv yeah. trope of it's one of my favorite tv tropes like nikki and if we're gonna go full house nikki and alex if we're gonna go cosby show like raven simone like where once the one lead hits puberty they have to bring in a younger kid to be the <laughs> under puberty well it was kid. like they call it the Cousin Oliver syndrome, though, right? Yes, yeah, Cousin yeah, Oliver, yeah. that's the best thing. But I'll you know. give him credit that he, 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 they gave him a good hook, which is he's just weird. Yeah, he's also and, gross. Yes, <laughs> like, yeah. He's definitely yeah, one of the more original, annoying little kid neighbor characters. Yeah. 
But I mean, to to his credit, he just wants to live his best life. Like he's just like he's just trying to do how beans do. And yeah. I'm just like ah, oh, beans. Um, but but uh, so yeah, the spaghetti gets everywhere. Bren's not happy. They, Bren's not happy. Not the principal drags Lewis over to his parents, and he's like, "You can't give me detention at summer vacation." And he's like, "Ah, you got me there," <laughs> which was all, also good. And uh, Ren almost starts like a fist fight with him, where she's pissed off because she's like, "You can't let me have anything, damn it!" He let me. can't. Like, no, come no, on. no. <laughs> um, and then the the mom, who again, we, we said this in the Liz McGuire movement. I think we should say it here. Big credit to these parents. parents. Are great. The parents are parents hilarious. Are they are great. not like other Disney Channel parents where they fall flat. They are yeah. just as funny as the rest of the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially the mom. They're also not one dimensional. No, like they're very. I like. Them and all. I like that they have like really good careers too. Like the father was a yeah. lawyer the whole season. Like Siri the mom's a state senator like in congress like mm-hmm. super cool uh wasn't there also a thing where the mom is like like they're like a mixed Ju- jewish christian family yep, like so, they celebrate hanukkah and christmas yep the mom's oh, jewish and yeah. the dad is christian catholic whatever yeah oh yeah. yeah interesting that's nice this is where they say though so she's with the parents and mm-hmm. they're like stop biting like we have special day yeah like we have one summer left together before donna goes to college and ren and... starts high school and i was like and this is where i wrote she's literally visibly 18 yeah <laughs> like and then i then then but you answered my question saying that they yeah. like weirdly did the age thing because i was like she's and, I, and I, I, I wrote in my notes that i gave i wanted to give the movie credit here because i think this is a good scene that set up sets up kind of the dynamic and like the character wants and needs where it's like the parents or at least the mom is upset that the family is like growing up and stuff like that and like uh, you know, they all are kind of going their separate ways and, that, like, their interpersonal relationships. But the movie doesn't necessarily build on that whole, like, the family's growing up mm. notion as much as I thought it would. It kind of finds another message, so it kind of makes this scene feel out of place once the actual plot starts. But, it's, yeah. but it definitely helps you nail their dynamics down and everything. Like, my very first note says, the first 20 minutes make me wish they stayed in Sacramento even more than I already did wish. Yes. <laughs> like, um, you could have done this movie... Like you're saying, like they could have just stayed in Sacramento and had those strings of like Donnie going to college, Ren starting 10th grade. (laughs) Like you could have done, and then the mom trying to like keep the family together. Like that could have been its own movie and like a more like touching family thing than them going to on a reality show. I think it's that's meant to give value to why they agree to go on this vacation is they want to have that, but it just it doesn't really feel like that because like why would you turn down a free vacation anyways like it's and it's not like for the whole summer it's just for a week so uh she's like we're gonna all spend some quality time together and then it's like what all the kids are like uh you know donnie's got a date uh lewis is gonna meet up with his friends and ran has to go meet her boyfriend for the past three months gil he's Mm -hmm. not in the show is he who is this person he is in the show he's in he's in one episode uh towards the end it's called surf's up and ren meets him because she thinks he's a merman um, she's God, like, I love Disney. Yeah, Channel. <laughs> they're like on the beach, and he she sees him in the water, and he like he just appears in the water. He just like pops up, like hey, and she's like uh hi, and then he swims away, and she sees a fin, so she thinks he's a merman. Um, and I guess they strung that along into the movie, and they were like, here, I guess she's she's gonna. Be I'll give him credit this for guy. that. That's pretty. That's pretty. Again, good continuity. Yeah, I would assume he came one. from nowhere. Yeah. Um, but uh, so she says she has to go have dinner with this guy, but then they're at a pancake. House? Yeah, in broad daylight. In broad daylight. In the, in the but, and, and so I was like, first of all, is this Pancake House an established Even Stevens place? No. And I'm pretty sure okay. this Because this, they're there frequently. This place is like, yeah, like most things are filmed at this same Pancake House, I think. Like lots, yeah, that's, of, th- lots of movies, lots of music videos like take place at this place. Well, no, I just got the vibe that it was like, 
they knew they were going to use this pancake house for reaction stuff later to people watching the reality show. So because they were you like, know how so, you go to a pancake yeah, house yeah. and watch your favorite television show right, right, alone. Right. But so they were like, well, we're not going to build another restaurant set for them to go to. We're just going to have them do it in the diner. Why not? Yeah. But it comes off as real weird. There's also CGI outside. Oh, yes, yeah, the, the, the massive sign. <laughs> Why did you need to do that? <laughs> um, but, but, but so he, Gil is like, also, wait, uh, wait, before, I just want to say something. Again, why I am too old for this shit. Like, also, the parents, like, they're so sad that all their kids go scurry off. Like, you know what? That's bad parenting. Don't let them go. She's allegedly 15 years old. Say no. You're having dinner with us. Why do they have no control? Donnie, yes, he can drive and do whatever the hell he wants, obviously. <laughs> Donnie has but, voting like, rights. Donnie, Donnie could probably, like, fight in the military and rent a car. But, like, it's like... <laughs> Ren and Lewis, like, you're their parents. You can tell them what they can and can't do, but apparently not. But uh, but so, Gil is basically, like, Ren's trying to talk to Gil about how they're going to spend the summer together. And, and I wrote, I was like, nice. oh, he's hot. And then he opened his mouth and I was like, wrote down, oh, but dumb. <laughs> but so, uh, he says, look, I can't do that, any of that, because I got a job at a camp in Maine, so I'm going to be gone basically the whole summer. And I, ba- and like, uh, I want to keep my options open, so I'm breaking up with you. And then when I come back, we get back together. I know. It's like, what? Yeah. And like, you know, basically just like shitty boyfriend 101. He's just going out to the woods to try to mack on some ladies. It's, yeah. This might be my, in my top three jokes in the movie. She's like, no, Gil, we can't. And she gets up and starts storming out and she grabs one of the syrup. This was funny. This This is a great joke. Yeah. She grabs the syrup thing and tries to pour it on its head, but it's syrup, so it won't come out. And she's just like, that would have been a really good moment if the syrup wasn't so thick. Yes. But just the image of her just standing there, like, clicking. When she like dramatically goes Chush, and then yeah. pulls it, I was like, the syrup gag is good. And it's a good gag. It's one of my favorite gags in the movie. So then she goes home, and the mom's like reading a book about the, the kids therapy. today, gone tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, like becoming an empty nester. Uh, it reminded me of the book from Beetlejuice, like the book that they get about death. Like yeah. it's so like <laughs> so on the nose. Um, yes. But so, and then she's like, "How did it go with Gil?" And then uh, she just starts like she just like collapsing her mom's. There's also a joke that they introduce at the graduation that will become a joke throughout the entire movie. So we better address it up top but the dad can't remember Gil's name yeah <laughs> and it really hurts Ren's feelings which is like it's a valid father daughter thing her dad doesn't like remember her three month old yeah boyfriend of three months name and like doesn't care and her mom's like oh he's in denial but it hurts Ren's feelings and this mm-hmm. comes up multiple times and, but there's something in this crying scene that I want to point out because I, I I think it's a very small attempt at subtlety but i'm not sure is when she starts crying they start playing sad music over it mm-hmm. you know but the thing is it's the so music cues in this movie are very weird but it's so basic and cookie cutter it sounds like something you would play in the parody version of like a sad like in like the scene from wayne's world where he pretends to be crying like that sad music mm-hmm. they play over that that's what it sounds like and then when we go into the reality show and they like they use that same music for like her and the boys' interactions, and I think that's like a small, subtle way to let them people know, like, oh, this is like let the audience know, like, this is like a clue that it's a reality show. I don't know if I'm putting no, too much thought into that, but that's music. what it Do they use that like. same would... music? It feels like it for like the scenes where like before they reveal obviously that it's a reality show where her and the boy. But are she's really crying there. Why would they use the same music for a real cry and something that's fake? Gil is real. 
because the music sounds so fake. Like they're using no, the music No, I think the music a, is just shitty. Sure, that's that's also a possibility, yes. It's different music. The music All right, fair enough. Mutai is like a knockoff of I'm not a girl, not yet a woman or whatever. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yes. it's exactly a knockoff of that song that plays every yes, single yes, time yes. they interact. I don't know. I just, I have a note later on. Probably I don't, it's not a pop. The, all the music cues in this, I just, um. They're a little weird, yeah. They're just, they're just like slightly off. And it's kind of like that. Like it's like a slight knockoff of like not a girl, not a woman, but like sometimes it, like where it's supposed to be like high emotion and set, it sounds a little bit carnival-y to me. Like a <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and that's, that. that was another thing that always made this movie feel off to me because throughout the series, like embedded into even Steven's like DNA was like this swing jazz music. Yeah. And then, and then like in the movie, it's like all this generic, like stock sounding, like, quir- yeah. like yes. quirky sounding music. And it, the whole thing just felt so off. For, uh, yeah. That's why I think it felt off. Cause I think I was remembering the way the show was scored. So then when like they were like, and especially even just behind Lewis's like craziness, the things mm-hmm. they were cueing behind him, I was like, this doesn't sound right. It sounds yeah, weird. Yeah. Totally. And it sounds like a weird audio blog. It's like, burr, burr, burr. I know what that is. You, I guarantee you there was a producer on the show who was like, well, who cares if the music sounds a little different as a kid's movie? But this is why, why you take your art seriously, people, because kids know this. Yes. People bring it up on a podcast. <laughs> um, but so now we're going to cut to what I thought when I saw this movie as a child. I thought this was the coolest thing in this the world. This stupid chair. This thing? chair that Lewis builds. I was like, this guy knows what he is doing. <laughs> I want a chair just like that. So he's, Lewis has built himself like this giant robotic armchair on wheels that he plans to sit in all of summer vacation. It's got like a massager and like arms that come in to feed him and like all this stuff. And I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. But like, Tawny and Twitty and what's the what's the Tom Tom, Tom um, uh, are all there just being like, are you freaking serious with this? And he's like, oh yeah, this is AJ Troth from You Wish. It's yes, Twitty. It yeah, um, I think it was in this. Tawny part. is so hot. Yeah, she, she, she looks. <laughs> she definitely had a glow up in this movie, like because she had like yes! she had longer hair throughout the series, and then suddenly she shows up in the movie like the shorter haircut that looks totally different. And yeah, it, yeah, I, she looked not like I remembered her and again maybe i know they're all hitting puberty and like they're all getting older but i was like she looks amazing i was like she's a supermodel no yeah she looks looks she's not the thing is like her she obviously hangs out with lewis and twitty so she wasn't like a girly girl in this she was kind of like a goth girl she was kind of like goth-esque active she's kind of activist friend yeah Yeah, it's a little bit of she would be like she would be like 2019 like tumblr social girl or something like like, (laughs) there's actually a good joke later when they put her on the tv show and just says tawny activist activist. yes like that's a good 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 bit good bit they cut to her in this and i was like oh my god she's stunning Yeah, no, yeah, she does look really good, yeah. Uh, but so he's going over the chair stuff with them. Also, I want to give the movie credit here because they shoot, the way they shoot the chair to give the impression of the robotic arms instead of using terrible CGI. Why would they, they do more shit like this in this movie? They don't need CGI. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah they, the they arms come out of nowhere. They, yeah, the, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the arms are clearly just like stage hands with grabbers yeah, that they then like, like, like they fl- fly in and it looks totally fine. You Like, I'm so glad they didn't CGI this. It's funnier. It's when funnier. Because you know it's you coming can... out of nowhere. Like, there's no yeah, place yeah, yeah. on the chair where that arm could be coming from, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so then, so then uh, we cut into the house with Chris Carlson Romano, uh, She's, you know, acting weird because she's still clearly upset about breaking up with Gil and the family. Do they is like, see Coulier yet on the uh, TV? It's when maybe. when Lewis is watching TV on the chair. Yeah, because yeah. the TV's on the chair. Yeah. And so that's when we're introduced to Coulier and the idea of a program called Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> you gotta say and it with the fingers. Gotcha. gotcha. So it's like a prank show, and that's what and I was like, oh, Coulier is the host of yeah. that. But like prank it's a very show. small TV, so you don't get a super good look at Coulier, but I was it like, was, is that what Dave Coulier is in in this? Yes, 
I, I was like, I was like squinting. I was like, is that Coulier? I'm just getting a hint of Coulier on that one. So she's like, you know, all upset about Gil and the family's like, oh, we won't mention She drinks else. orange juice from a juicer. She does do that, <laughs> Which yes. was so weird. Yeah. She's very I mean, erratic. I guess. Uh, and like then, he's juicing, I can't stop thinking, <laughs> he's juicing oranges into glasses and, and not even like the blender part of the juicer. Like she just takes the base of it and like <laughs> drinks from it. And I was like, what is this supposed to, like she's, I mean, it's a woman on hinge because like by <laughs> the break of the way she said, the way she says it too, is that juice? Mm, she's yeah. so excited. <laughs> also, God, she's also wearing a, a great shirt of 2003, which is yeah, a I polo. Yeah. Yes. Which is a polo without sleeves. Yeah, yeah. polo and tank polos top. used to be yeah. tank top. With a big, big white collar. Yeah. With a big white Old Navy collar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also turquoise, and a lot of people are wearing turquoise throughout this movie. The father, I think the father's wearing turquoise in this scene. Miles is wearing turquoise a lot. Yeah, it's weird. Um, But so then, uh, after she's, you know, saying like, oh, I'll get over it, it's not a big deal, Beans shows up, and he's like... Uh, hey, where am I staying? And she's like, Beans, what are you doing here? And uh, Ren is like, oh, I took a babysitting job to help me get my mind off Gil. And he's got a suitcase with him. And she's like... How old is Beans? Beans is <laughs> he's, supposed, he's supposed to be like <laughs> se- uh, eight or nine years old by now, I think. Okay. I, I, was like, I, think, I think Beans is a forever person. I don't think he is any age. I mean, his, I agree, um, but I was like, I, that's why uh, I was like, had to ask. Yeah. Sorry. His cue at that moment where he goes, so where will I be bunking? And they cut to him. That's one of the one times in the movie where they use the swing jazz music. Like, it cuts to him and it goes, ba-dum, bam, or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, and it's like, it's perfect. Like, that was funny. I was like, yes, like, that was even Stevens, like, there you go. in the there spirit you go. of the show. Um, And she's like, well, wait, Beans, why do you have a suitcase? I'm only watching you for the afternoon. And he's like, eh, I don't think my parents would like that. And she's like, why? And he's like, well, they're in Helsinki. And this is another good, good joke. That was a good joke. And another good joke is she says, Hells, like, Helsinki, why, like, where is it? He says, it's in Finland. Get a globe. Like, I just love this delivery of that. He starts unloading, and I, I do remember this. Beans, he opens a suitcase. <laughs> he opens a suitcase full of bacon. Yes. Just, like, cooked bacon. Yes. And just starts shoveling it into the <laughs> refrigerator. And he, he likes bacon, right? That was the yes. thing from the show. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, like, just all food. He's just, like, a gross, like, garbage disposal <laughs> child. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, but, so, it, they're, the mom and... Uh, Ren find out he's going to be with them for like two two weeks, three tops, and uh, they're of course upset by this. And then we cut back to Lewis in the chair, and he's like, "Oh hey, Tawny, check this out." And he pulls the seat. He hurt. pulls the seat out, and he's like, "Do you want the seat? Seat right again." This is Shia LaBeouf killing his delivery. Is like the seat, the seat right here for you, right next to Papa. Oh, yeah, right, 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 right for you. And I, 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 I'm not proud of this, but I did write down Lewis Stevens wants Tony to call him Daddy. And oh that's God, just, uh, that's oh, a God. true fact, and I'm sorry about that. I wrote that, but <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I, I could, my, my fingers were possessed. Oh, and so then he, there, the friends are like, okay, well, enjoy Super Chair. But that's a, this is a uh, thing too, though, right? Tony seems so disinterested as well. She like, seems yes. like like she wants him dead. Yeah, <laughs> like and they're supposed to be together. Either, but she's just like, sorry, Papa, I gotta get back yeah. home. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, I think Tony got hot in the in whatever break between the finale and this. Tony got super hot, and she was like, I'm over you. Like, I guess <laughs> she seems checked out. Also, like, I don't know what sentiment was at the time. I know you said you said earlier you had a crush on crush on Shia mm-hmm. LaBeouf. I never had a crush on Shia LaBeouf. He was not for me. My crush was Twitty. Twitty <laughs> is so cute. <laughs> Why do you hate you wish so much? Because I don't like his character in that. I like the character of Twitty, and I remember always having a crush on him. Yeah, see, that was funny, because, like, Twitty was more of, like, that, he had that 90s, 2000s look with, like, the 
the blonde hair, the butt cut, like the brink look. Yeah, the brink look. Uh huh. That sort of thing. And then like Lewis was more of like the Corey Matthews to Sean Hunter thing. Like yeah, yeah, yeah that's a was, good comparison. He was more that's of like the curly hair kid. And like I just oh like ever since Shia LaBeouf actually Shia LaBeouf informed my taste in men for the rest of my life. <laughs> like ever since I had a crush on Lewis Stevens, just. Any celebrity crush I've had ever since is just like white guy, curly brown hair, period. Like, that's it. I, I don't know. Yeah, why. Disney Channel had two haircuts. It was like you could be curly brown hair or long brink cut. I, like, I, I blame was- Disney Channel because it was, it was, yeah. it was my crushes were Louis Stevens, Gordo from Lizzie McGuire. Gordo? I was gonna say Gordo <laughs> um, has that cut too. Um, Nick Jonas. Uh, oh. and then like it just never ended and then it just carried it into from there. yeah <laughs> uh, uh, but so he the friends leave and then he realizes uh, that he's gonna have a mosquito problem with sitting in this chair because for some reason he wants to sit in it outside if I had built a super chair I would not want to be outside yeah like put it okay. like in front of the TV in your house or something yeah because the TV is so small but uh and so every TV was small. then it uh, <laughs> then we cut to Beans going through Ren's room and like she's like what are you doing and he's like why he, does Ren own she eight has so much yes. pantyhose. So many pantyhose. She's supposed to be 15. I'm like, and wouldn't the mom be the better source of pantyhose? Because yeah. she's, you know, a business I woman. I guess because Ren's like a type A loser. She has a pair of pantyhose for every <laughs> every occasion. But I was like, <laughs> But so he's collecting pantyhose to make a mosquito net. And we go outside. We see the net in full effect. And Ren, of course, is furious. She's ruined all his pantyhose. And, like, he she tries to, like, jump at him. And she falls in the chair and starts... Pressing buttons wildly, and then it's more terrible CGI time where yes. the spa- chair. I, I, Why do I you actually need this CGI. Like this scene is like really iconic to the movie, but I it hate, is, I it hate is. this scene. Like, like I, I hate it too. Yeah. You didn't need it. You it's just the, it. yeah, it the spinning CGI, like Ren getting covered in like the whipped cream and the chocolate and the, the cherry. Sauce. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, she gets like... she gets slapped on the butt by the hand as well, and I'm just like, this is really uncomfortable. Yeah, it's, it's not great. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's that lazy thing that we've talked about in other movies, which is just like goop. Yeah. Like goop humor. First, like there, there's, like, there's one executive digital who thinks we got to make the kids laugh. I know how to do it. We're gonna make a mess. We can't like, get through a movie without there just being like a goop scene. Yeah. It's like this serves nothing to the like. I like watching them fight. They that is like part of the show. Like they like go after each other and like it's good that they would like knock over Tim Meadows. But like we don't need this insane CGI and then just like gross. Also terrible, to- terrible ADR. For yes, uh, yes. I wrote yes. that. Well, she goes, that's it, and it doesn't match at all. No, Her mouth no, at no. all. Awful. No, no, no. Awful. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. But yeah, so the chair goes wild and then they have to run from it and they run into Tim Meadows, who's walking into their backyard uh, with a briefcase. And uh, the dad comes out. He's like, what's going on? Like, oh, are you okay, sir? And he's like, yeah, no, no, I'm fine. It's whatever. I'm looking for the Stevens family. And he's like, oh, that's us. And he's like, oh, well, I just have a presentation to give you. And he's like, oh, sorry, if you're like selling something we're not doing it. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm not a lawsuit guy, but my back's hurting a little bit. turns to sue them, which is a great gag. Great, great gag. Only for adults. Like, I don't know. I think any kid got what he was doing. And, yeah. and also, they, they, this is something that I just feel needs to be addressed because I didn't remember it from the show. The dad's name is Steve Stevens. Yes. Yep. That's Wait, um, it is. Yes, he calls him Steve in the scene. And I was like, his name is Steve Stevens? That's amazing. Yep. yep. Um, but so oh, he also so played cut. by Tom Virtue, who's in like everything ever. Oh, he's yeah, he's in. So oh yeah, much we've stuff. watched multiple movies with him. He was the teacher in one. He was the teacher in Brink. He was the dad in Read It and Weep. He was uh, uh, at the beginning of Under Wraps in a movie within the movie. Yeah, yeah he, he's a he's a Disney Channel staple. They have a button that they hit in like for the early odds, and he just they hit they, that button and, 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 the bu- up. and the button says "Dad." Yeah, That's what it says most of the time. But so he's uh, he uh, Tim Meadows introduced himself as Miles McDermott, and he's like, "Guess what, guys? You have won the this." Super cool vacation to this special island. Uh, what is it? What do they Mandolino. call it? Mandolino. Like, 
Mandolino. Mandolino, thank you. Which is an Italian sounding (laughs) word. But yet the island appears to be Polynesian. I was like, Mandolino? Let's talk about that. So he, 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 Cues up like a video where it's like. Oh, you mean a video? You mean stock photos of something with just like word of tranquility, serenity? Yeah. What's the funny thing is it's stock photos and it's footage we will see later in the movie. (laughs) Like like it's footage. Like they shot it for this movie. It's like just put it in the thing. No one knows. But um, let's yeah, let's talk about this here. Is immediately one of the things they say in the presentation that put me real on the edge of my seat was like the island is home to the offspring of native peoples and shipwrecked sailors. And I was like, oh, that doesn't sound like it's going to have aged well into 2019. And I it, I don't know much about Pacific Islands, Polynesian cultures, but I don't think the depiction they go with in this movie is great. Yeah. Admittedly, well, never, it's supposed to be they fake. They never commit to it actually being Polynesia. And also, it, it just looks like a, the actors are just basically, mostly, except for the chief, a bunch of white people Yeah, that's LA, the only yeah, reason why they say the offspring of shipwrecked people and native people. Yeah, I think, I think even Stevens was a very self-aware show, and they are aware, I think, of things that could be seen as like offensive today i guess i think like like we interviewed um coach tugnut on our podcast and um who's played by jim wise we interviewed him and he had told us a story um from behind the scenes of the musical episode um, oh my god he, the best episode yeah he wrote all the music uh for that episode <gasps> yeah i see yeah, what? I, I, well he wrote did he did he do a lot of the music for the show itself too because i remember seeing in the credits like music by jim yeah wise. he used to do like a lot of like little incidental music and stuff um, yeah yeah but so he wrote all the music and lyrics for influenza and there was one part where in six period the original line was lewis would said I think that I might hurl. And then his line was supposed to be, Stevens, don't be a girl. Try to be a man instead. And someone like who worked on the show was like, yeah, you can't say that. Like, that's like really demeaning to girls. And this was like in 2001, like someone was saying. That yeah. is impressive yeah. for 2001. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I actually think that they, they, you're right. They were self-aware enough to not do that and not be like, we're going to Hawaii and make it like, like a straight up like they they gloss over it and said it's like shipwrecked sailors and like they they had enough awareness to know i i think the whole joke is also that it's like the stevens family go to this island and it's like supposed to be native people they're all white like i think that's part of the joke to be like this is like this is this is not like obviously like if TV shows today hired white people to play native people, it would be an uproar. But it's like, yeah. I think they're aware of that. And we're like, we're literally being yeah. those stupid people like that yes. hire white people to play native people. And like, yeah, because totally, it's a totally. show and it's not a real. Yeah, it, it, it definitely, when they, when they said the whole offspring thing, it definitely put me on edge, but it never really, in my opinion, got to the point where I was like, oh, yeah. Like it definitely, especially because, you know, it's a fake they show. Also, they, also so, said, they get away like, with it because it's, it's a reality show. These people are actors and they're, they're playing a native yeah. people. And the Stevens are dumb enough to fall for it and they're dumb enough to cast white people as native people. <laughs> also, I did Google it. By the way, mandolino is just the Italian word for mandolin. Oh, that's... <laughs> that is what that is. Yeah. That is... Yeah, and I, it, Weird. Yeah, that's All right. funny. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, but if you... But uh, just the reason we bring it up is like, so if a Polynesian Pacific Island person watches and said, this is not cool, I'd be like, yeah, probably. I, yeah. I, like, I don't know what you want for me on this one. Um, but so... They're also not in Hawaii. Okay, also... Guys, no, no, this I was shot in Hawaii. Yeah, they shot like, this in well, Hawaii. Yeah. What? Yes. Yeah. And they try to play it off as Catalina. I mean, they knew they weren't on Catalina, yeah. but I was like, or like well, they called Catalina, it Catalina, 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 Catalina. But like the because I guess Catalina was the Catalina. Like I was like, 
Oh my god, it does make sense to be shot in the Hawaii. I actually just thought maybe it was shot in like New Zealand because you always say that's cheaper, but because they do, it does like look like a beautiful natural situation, but I am dying and it was shot in Hawaii. Yeah, I mean, you can tell by some of the landscapes, like that's not California, that's Hawaii. Yeah. Um, but so he's like, uh, shows in the presentation, he's like, eh, eh, free vacation, guys. Like your family got picked because your mom's a state oh, senator. Oh, oh, wait, and- one thing I forgot yeah, yeah, as yeah, well, yeah, yeah. as well, that I think this is hilarious. Uh, in the presentation video, one of their selling points is that English is the mother tongue of yeah. the islanders, so there will be no language barrier. Yet when they get there, everyone has an accent as if English is not yes. their first language. <laughs> and also they also then speak to each other in like like Tim Meadows basically has to translate everything to them like when things start going awry <laughs> like they are like they don't communicate directly with the Stevens family like they have to they com- Tim Meadows is the mediator between yes. them. It's, not even, it's not even just the fact they have accents it's the fact that some of them visibly struggle with the language yeah it's, it's, like, it's like, like broken English like and I'm like okay yeah. but then why would you no. say English is the mother tongue and they all speak broken Mung English Mung speaks in broken English a and he bit. is a white man yeah. you know? like, <laughs> it was a weird move. Um, but so he slides them a contract and is like, just sign the contract. We'll be good to go. And I was like, okay, so clearly the lawyer father is going to read over the contract. Oh, yeah, no, right? yeah. No, a lawyer, no, no, a lawyer no, no, father, no, no, no. state senator mother, they just signed their lives away. But yeah, no. I was like, obviously, because knowing that uh, what had happened, that this is a reality show, that contract definitely had a hidden thing. Like, you're going to be filming this reality <laughs> show. Yeah, yeah, we can and use I was your like, likeness. I was like, the fact that a dad, if the dad is a lawyer, that will come into play. <laughs> um, but even though Lewis tries to protest a bunch and be like, I just want to sit in my chair. You guys just want to go no, for no, 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 self no. reasons. Lewis does not protest a bunch. This is where I'm like, Lewis is, and I guess he's like this in the show, but I, he's just like Jim Carrey. He's doing I, Jim I Carrey said, level comedy I'm fa- as everyone else is deadpan. He's jumping around <laughs> them like the mask. I have thank, thank you for bringing this up, Emma, because I have said this and every time I say it, people disagree with me. I think Shia LaBeouf is our generation's Jim Carrey yes. because he not only does that energy, Jim Carrey energy real well, but he's also kind of a weirdo in real life. Like, that's just, he's our generation's Jim Carrey. Not, not in terms of success or the movies he makes, but he has Jim Carrey energy. I was just in, watching in, it and I was like, and why did he never stick with comedic yeah because he's, that's he's what very, he's doing he know he won an emmy for playing lewis stevens oh, what that's yeah i believe it he's great yep. but so then they immediately cut he's protesting they agree everyone agrees that is also a good he's joke. protesting 16 levels above everyone yeah. else and is jumping on them and i give the other actors credit for staying for dead staying yes. straight because <laughs> yeah. that must be so hard to act with especially ren who mm-hmm. has to always be his straight man like he is literally climbing over donnie at one point like yeah. screaming like on the, the back side of, the of his couch. face well, somebody and, put and a stop da- to the madness please yeah. yeah, and then the dad has a good line where he goes, oh, "Well, I guess it's unanimous. We're going." <laughs> like, very good. Uh, and then so then a cut, hard cut to them on an airplane. Also a good joke here where he says, "On the left is the island," and then you see the plane like, lurk, and it's like, "Whoa, not all at once!" Like, good bit. <laughs> that was like that gave me vibes of like a Disney Channel Q joke when you're in line. No, not Disney Channel in Disneyland when you're in line for a ride. Oh, yeah, I can <laughs> see. Or like the jokes on a ride where they're like, "Land on the left," and the thing goes, and they're like, "Oh, guys, not all at once." Yeah, I guess like, that. Um, so they pull up to the island and it's a whole, like, you know, there's a big celebration everyone's in. Do they not have luggage? We never see No, that. there's some luggage. You see a couple, you see a couple never bags. You do. Bag. Um, and like, you know, there's people like dancing and they carry them off the plane. They carry them. It's a, it's a whole thing. They like welcome to them, them to the island and say, well, thank you for joining us. Uh, and like, do they put lays on them? I don't know. Yeah, they give them the co- the uh, pineapple hats. Oh yes, the pineapple the hats. Hat That's what it was. Yeah, the hat of friendship. Um, and then so they say, oh well, you're going to be. There's no there's no hotels on the island yet, so you guys are going to be staying in the royal palace because the chief of the tribe has 
let you stay there. And it's this massive, horribly CGI, CGI building. Yep. Again, like, why? Was there nothing in Hawaii they could film for an exterior? Like, no, <laughs> they had nothing in Hawaii they could I, I guess they just wanted it to look so big, and the, the set they build is really only, like, two, three rooms Actually, for I just realized what they ha- why they do it CGI is because they have to destroy yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's they have uh, to destroy it. But it's funny, yeah, in yeah. my notes, I just said the quote, like, someone says, it's magnificent about the building, and I said, it's computer generated. <laughs> it is, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> It is not real. And someone didn't do that good of a job computer generating it. Um, there's also a scene where they all get hugs yes. from the island people, and this is where Ren meets the guy we will learn to be Mutai. Which is so funny, uh, the way he introduces himself. Hello, I am Mutai. <laughs> it's like uh like i actually i don't know if you guys have seen but there's the compilation of shia reacting to the even stevens movie on youtube Um, oh no i haven't seen that i gotta i want to look it up right now i'm I'm actually the one that bothered to sync that up and put it together it's my upload um and so thank you for your service yeah i'm like i'm hardcore about this because no one else did it so i was like i guess i gotta do it (laughs) like you know gotta gotta take up gotta take up the guard again so uh so you know like this is like he dies laughing at all of the Ren and Mutai stuff. Like, this is the stuff that was killing Shia LaBeouf when he rewatched the movie. Just that's, because, yeah, that's prob- because probably because he and Chrissy Carlson Romano are friends. It, well, and, and it's like, just, it's, it's just because it's, just, it's so intentionally cheesy that, yeah, that yeah. it's like he just couldn't handle it. Like, like, as soon as he's just like, hello, I am Mutai. Like, it took, it took him a minute to like digest that. And then he just starts dying laughing. I'm like, that's funny. And then he did. Yeah, because for me, it was painful because <laughs> the scenes are so also, cheesy. Also, like, I don't want to get into. I'm, you know, I'm going to get into it. Like, first of all, as someone that watched the show, like, I liked Ren. I identified with Ren. Obviously, she was like the the kind of overachieving big sister. I didn't always really care about her romantic. Like, neither like did I. Whole, yeah. Thank you. Her whole, her like the couple that I always cared about was Tawny and Lewis. I don't. I cared about Ren being a successful, independent, <laughs> achieving woman. Like, like I like the fact that her whole plotline in this movie is just being heartbroken and then finding love with Moontai is just so whack. It is and then weird. also like it's so mature. It, I mean, it works visually for me. I'm not grossed out watching them make out and then almost make out because she is eight. Oh yeah, but she's supposed to be 15 and I said, I said, this guy's clearly like 30, has a career as an yeah, actor. Yeah, and it's like... It's very creepy. It's no. very, it's not creepy to watch because she looks so old. Like, like it's but like, But in okay, universe, but in then, universe. It's in, yeah. In, but then when you remember she's supposed to be 15, I'm like, what the yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this guy is a working actor yeah. and he's making out with his 15 year old for money. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's not good. That's no good, folks. No. So, yeah, we just get a bunch of scenes of them, uh, like doing stuff at the beach, like going swimming and like getting massages and interesting all this stuff. No, to a no montage, a montage set to summertime by Aaron Carter. That's how you know it's 2003. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like the parents are like feeding each other grapes and a lot. Well, no, they're not. They're having arms feed them grapes and then you pan out and then you see it's that it's, uh, waiters or whatever. Also, like, also during this montage is when they have that actor. Uh, yes. who's Pat- Patrick meets, uh, Green, who yeah. goes to school with Donnie, and he again he's speaking in completely broken English. My yeah. name is Lelo. No, no, you look like this kid, Patrick Green. My name is Lelo. <laughs> just over and yeah. over again. Just my name is Lelo. And honestly, it gave it gave me like uh, Truman Show vibes. When, this like, whole movie is the Truman Show, and Shia LaBeouf is Jim Carrey. Did <laughs> not realize this parallel? That's, that's actually really a very good point. Yes. Um, so then, like we see, uh, and we, uh, while everyone's having fun on the beach, Ren gets a scene with Mutai, 
where like she's just like and, and like uh, this is what they do with all of their scenes where like the lighting becomes like a warm orange color and she's like walking yep. on the beach and he's like can i serve you in any way and, and the sunset always knockoff song starts the dun, yeah dun, yeah exactly dun, dun, dun. Yeah, and they are shot always. They are never. There's like one part when they're walking where they're like next to each other, but the shots on them are so tight. Like Mm. it is always like face face right next to each other. You don't see below their shoulders Mm because they are shot so close up. And then they can't have that man's abs too visible. And then there's like not. He's always shirtless. Also, I want to just bring up the fact that. And, you know, I just got to say it. We'll find out later. This man is an actor. They're all on a reality show. Yeah. We've said it multiple times. He's, he's shirtless the whole time and has tattoos on his body. She's 15 yeah, years old. I know. I assumed those <laughs> tattoos were fake. When he is revealed at the end and they have conversation as actor and, like, as a normal person, he still has tattoos Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, how old is this guy? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, if, yeah, no, they just have a romantic scene and, like... I, I don't even remember what they talk about. It's just whatever. Uh, and so then they do a thing where they have to eat this traditional island slug, snack, yeah. which is like a <laughs> slug on a stick. And they all like try and take a bite of it. And the beans, of course, thinks it's delicious. Uh, and it's just like, a, it's just like a gross out scene. It's, you know. Um, this is one of the classic things where they're pushing Lewis to the back to make him not look like an absolute giant <laughs> to everyone else and, and, and above the extras. They have, they have like, everybody on boxes buried feet, in the sand. He's five feet behind Beans and like behind the dad next to Tim Meadow. That's very funny. Uh, but yeah, but speaking of, Tim Meadows comes up behind him and he's like, oh yeah, not a fan of the slugs. I know, not a great thing, but you got to eat them. Otherwise, they uh, it's disrespectful to the island culture. Um, but I know that the... Chief keeps a bunch of American and, like, snacks. And, like, this is what we're saying about English being the mother tongue. The, the chief never, like, they like they never say, like, you must eat this slug or it's just for help. Tim Meadows translates every single key plot like, point yeah, to like the family. Like, Chief yeah. Tuca, right? He's just like, go, yeah. go, mm-hmm. go, go, go. <laughs> like, he's, yeah, like, yeah. barely speaking, like, anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's awful. Not great. Um, <laughs> and uh, so he's like, yeah, the chief has some American snacks in the pantry at the palace. And so... Like, and I was thinking, like, okay, that's going to come up later when he's, like, hungry or whatever, like, when they're staying their first night. No, he just goes there right now <laughs> and is, like, starting, he's, like, oh, all these snacks, wonderful. And I was, like, wait, so, like, are you, like, starving or something? Like, why is this, why are you doing this right now? It's just a weird he transition. Well, I mean, he, but just, like, he just had to eat the slug and now he's, like, forget that. I just, I'm craving regular food now. <laughs> I guess, but you've been there, like, a day. Like, it's not, like, And it's I not also, like you gotta love all, like, the non-name here. brand food. Corn snacks. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, corn snackies. <laughs> Um, and but like he finds this weird statue in the pantry and like pulls it and opens the secret door that really says like secret door do not open. Yes, it's like of temple of mystery or something. Yeah, like, forbidden chamber of mystery. For, do not. Yeah, open. that's what it is. All <laughs> right. And it's just got uh, a chair on like a pedestal with like an awning over, it, and he's like, "Ooh, a comfy chair." Because remember, okay. this is a comfy also, chair. Also, like, okay, so you know, Lewis doesn't listen to instructions, and he fucks shit up, and that's what he does. And I do think puberty works against this movie and like his aging because he becomes so much less sympathetic to me i'm like you're a grown man i'm like can you not fucking <laughs> well, he, like, he, resist. Was, he was 16 16 17 i think yeah which is i it, like you're still an idiot at 16 but it yeah. makes it more frustrating because he's not being like he's not like a 13 year old 14 year old kid anymore he's a giant and you're like you should know not to play Lever. Yeah, because he goes and sits down in the chair, and then he's like, "Oh, a footrest." There's a lever, and it's like a huge <laughs> lever. You got to pull it like all the way for like fully full width. And then that's apparently like the self destruct lever yes. of this island, or not the island, but the palace. And it all just starts like crumbling around him, and like uh, he's just sitting there in the seat and the with all the snacks, with yes. all the snacks, and the uh, 
I and then the, the iconic the Shia LaBeouf scream repeatedly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> Um, and then the Islanders and the family come over and are like, oh, what have you done? Like, you ruined the house. You've, you know, placed a curse on... Tim Meadows has to translate, like, oh, you've There's been, a curse. You've placed the, a curse on the, the island. One of the best quotes in the movie is the, I thought it was a footrest. I didn't know it was a house collapser. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but basically, this is the turning. This is the, I would say, the inciting incident, if we're going to use plot point terms, of the movie, which is now things on the stream vacation are starting to go awry. Right. Because... Uh, Lewis has collapsed their like their holy temple palace. Yeah, and, and they, the place, also the place where they're gonna sleep. And the place where they're supposed because to sleep. Because Tim Meadows takes them to the beach and is like, "Well, okay, you got to build a lean-to. I'm gonna go to like the small cabin on the island. Give it it only it's a hut that only comfortably uh, sleeps one. Yes. yes. Um, and then they're like, "Okay, well, you guys start building the lean-to. We'll go look for food or fire." And this or is where we get the two separate factions. Mm-hmm. The beginning of the split up. So the well, team- but also I just want to point out they are immediately like, "Okay, we have to survive now." Like, <laughs> It's not yeah. like, like, it's like, like, I would be like, what the, like, what is happening? Like, why is it like, they're just like, guys, we're all on our own. We've got to hunt for food. We've got to build it shelter. It takes Eileen a bizarre amount of time to ask Tim Meadows for a any plane question, home. Or, or any for any questions. questions really. Like, I, my first question is like, if I'm building a lean-to, like, then I would like to go home. Like, yeah. I, that's where I want to be mm-hmm. right now. And, but this is the first step, like, the separation of the two factions, basically. Yes. So people building a lean-to are... Steve Stevens, the dad, Wren, and Beans, and then out for firewood, or, yeah, they're building a fire all immediately. Either, I mean, it's either firewood or food, I don't remember food which Food or one. something, is the mom, Donnie, and Lewis. Yes. And, but the, not only is this where the factions separate, but this is where we get the full-on, like, you're watching the movie, and then the camera pans out to a TV, and it's like, guess what? This has been a t- on TV the whole time. Don't know. That doesn't happen until um, around halfway through. Are, are we not about halfway through? I th- that's what my next note is. No, they start. They start. They start building the thing. Um, Lewis and Ren have an argument a little bit about. Oh, she's not perfect. Like blah blah blah. Don't know why. They yeah, start they try and give Lewis that. some sympathetic sympathetic stuff about him not feeling like like Ren and Donnie are like the perfect. Because she was like, oh, you messed athlete. everything she's up. Smart. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then yeah. Uh, Tim Meadows finds them and he said, oh yeah, you guys, you guys got to stay in groups of three, groups of three. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. again, wow, well, how is, convenient. And yeah, this is the feast thing. He's like, they're yeah, gonna the hear, thing. they're gonna let Lewis apologize. Yeah, so, right. so he's like, the first you're gonna, and they're feast. like, we're gonna, we're gonna go get the other three. And they're like, no, 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 you can only apologize in a group of three. Mm-hmm. So you guys come with me right now to this. Feast. I don't know yeah. if he said that's a feast. Well, here. no, no, it's apology first. You make your official apology, and then, like, he apologizes to the god, and, like, which they, I don't know if they say yet that its name is Oprah. Steve Lewis goes up and is just like, hey, sorry about the lever. Like, it's very awkward and prolonged, because he's, like, not, I don't know. Well, uh, setting it up visually, they're, like, in, like, a, oh, yeah, a yeah, clearing, yeah. and then this is a massive, like, stone statue. Like, yeah, I, it's a cheeky head. I actually do like this, where, you know, he goes, uh... You know, apologize to Oprah or whatever, and Lewis, oh, the big head? Everyone just like gasped, but he's like, the big sacred head. The big sacred head. Like, oh, yeah. And then, uh, I love the way his apology just starts by saying, so, uh, I'm sorry about the whole collapsing palace deal. And, um, you know, like. That's a really good Shia LaBeouf impression. I do. She's been immersed in it for so long. I I do impressions. And so, um, yeah, I, I do my Lewis impression all the time on our podcast. Podcast, but, yeah, it's very good. That is yeah. uh, well honed. I'm impressed. Uh, but so yeah, they he does says Tiki God, and then like nothing really happens. They're like, okay, now we feast, and they set them in front of like a big table <laughs> with like a suckling pig, yep. and they're like, oh well, we feel bad about not getting to eat with the family. And then Tim Meadows like Tim Meadows like pops his head out of like the ether, like he's always he just always- like, oh well, actually, and then like. <laughs> 
I was like, well, you can only do it in groups of three. There's no time to go get them. You got to feast if you ever want forgiveness. If you want forgiveness, if you want, you know, food and shelter for the next week, mm-hmm. you're here. And uh, they're like, okay, let's eat. And uh, Why wouldn't they just put some food in their pockets? Isn't this when he tells them, too, where he's like, he's like, we just need to get on the first plane ride home. And he's like, yes, on the first plane ride, seven days from now, you'll be going home. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Or whatever. And she's like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so they start eating. And then we cut back to the lean-to making. And Ren is like, I don't know what's taking them so long. I'm going to go find them. And uh, she starts like, the snake. Oh, yes. there's a yes. snake. There's a snake that scares her. And then Mutai shows up and makes a bunch of faces at it. Yes. Okay, no, no, no. He doesn't make a bunch of faces at it. I wrote this down. Mutai shows up. The snake is, like, hanging down Jungle Book style in front it's of It's like Ren's an albino face. boa constrictor. And he looks at that snake and makes the exact face that Ben Stiller makes in Dodgeball when they're, like... <laughs> oh, he does, he does, like, the, um... He does the, like, the hissing and with the tongue. He's like... Yeah, And he looks just like Ben Stiller and Dodgeball. And I was watching the movie and, like, dropped my phone and started laughing out loud because it took me... I was so caught off guard by that face. I was, and it, it, the camera is right on him. And mm-hmm. I was like, that is not where I expected this to go or how he was going to scare that snake off, but it's, okay. That's I was actually, concerned I was going to have nightmares about in it. In my opinion, though, that's actually one of the funniest parts of the movie just because it's so... It's so just jarring. so ridiculous. Like, like really, it's like so he, he's just gonna stand in front of this snake and just go like, <laughs> that's gonna make the snake go away. Like that was the, the explanation was is if you make a face uglier more than, ugly his, than his, yeah, he goes away. Yeah. I'm just like, what? And um, and that's supposed to be like his big heroic moment too, just yes. to just, like make yeah, these ugly I, faces at the snake. I mean, this movie is great at doing. I mean, the whole plot of this movie does this. Like, if I I knew this was reality shows, but if you're watching it for the first time, it does a lot of great like rug from underneath you moments mm-hmm. like this movie is great at like when you think it's gonna go left it goes right and like in both humor and then like plot so like shit like that you think he's gonna pull out a sword yeah and he does that <laughs> or like, use the torch that yeah, he's holding yeah, like, like anything like it's not what you expect and it plays off in, it's in also dividends. it's also great here this is when he gives ren that shell necklace right and she's like what's this it is every shell you walked on when you first arrived on our island <laughs> yeah I, 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 yeah, I think that might be later because Tim, but Tim Meadows shows up and is like, oh, here, here, or here, no, 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 you're right, it is this. And then Mutai's, let me take you to your family, mm-hmm. and they're all eating. And then Tim Meadows pops in and is like, oh, yeah, they were like, we were gonna go and get you, but they said they, sh- they, uh, that something about there being more for them. Yeah, like, like having more for yeah. them, and then like, uh, you know, hit him doing that and so then she like and she's off. watching lewis and donnie like mm-hmm. shove their faces and lewis is like dancing around yes. and like obviously there was also the oh yeah did they not they they didn't get shunned yet okay yeah they haven't no, gotten no, shunned they, yet. they finished the feast because she sees it as being like this rocking and roaring good time mm-hmm. right and then uh, they, they finish the feast and she leaves because it's uh you know unforgivable to interrupt a feast <laughs> apparently and uh she leaves and then they're like okay feast is over great god oprah do you, uh, forgive, we've feasted with the Stevenses, we've heard their apology, do you accept it? And then, like, the head... CGI the heads, fire. Yeah, like, CGI eyes fire. glow and fire sprays out. Why? Like... <laughs> I know, it's so unnecessary. Uh, they, they are all, like, gasping, and Donnie's like, is that good? And Tim Meadows like, does, does it, it look, look good? good? <laughs> uh, and he, they're like, they're shunning you, you are now shunned, and Donnie's like, Yes! Woo! Good God. Good job, guys. And they're like, no, son, shunned is bad. And they all just like turn their backs to them and don't look at them. Like, oh, <laughs> it's like, well, you guys screwed up. I don't know what you want. Then they like go back to the lean to and are like, hey, guys. This is where the first kind of like full family fight, fight yeah. breaks out. And yeah. I was like, and I, th- I wrote this note without 
knowledge of like what happens later but i was like i feel like they're breezing over the fact he's unemployed and that's creating tension they don't they breeze over no, that later that and that back. becomes to be a very like they yeah. very clearly state mm-hmm. yeah. which is like good it's an adult problem for a yeah, children's it was a movie weirdly... it's a really adult thing to like realize that his masculinity yeah, is being like, threatened toxic masculinity by her being stuff. the breadwinner but I was like, that's an underlying cause. It's clearly stated later, but yes. like the parents are fighting with each other here for the first time. Before it was just really Ren and Lewis kind of going at each other. And now we get all of them fighting because uh Three of them got to eat, three didn't, and the other three had to do all the work and build the lean to and the fire and the what all. Um Is and where Beans all- put out the fire also. No, that's later. But also there's a great line, speaking of beans, where they approach and they're all like looking at it and they weren't gonna say anything about and the he beast smells and they feel bad. Yeah. Beans smells them and goes, They smell like pork. Which <laughs> just that's just good. But then yeah, you, you are right, I was wrong. They start uh then all of a sudden it starts raining and yeah. they're like, Well, at least I can put a roof over the dad's like at least I put a roof yeah. over the heads of our family and they all Go and sit under lean to, and then this is the moment. Yeah, this is where it pulls this back. This moment where and we're watching freezing. The, pulls back, and then it's like you see clips from everything that's happened on the island so far, yep. and then it's like family <laughs> fake out, and Miles Tim takes off comes the sunglasses, up. right? Yes, it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> gotcha. Well, no, not gotcha. The second show. Yeah, they're don't sorry, that, sorry, yeah. sorry. I, I get their universe is so confused, and like he does like a talk to camera of the people in, who are watching the show and is like, this is family fake out. We've trapped the Stevens on this island. Everything's gone wrong for them. Follow us all this week in this live 24-hour broadcast. Yes, yes. Of, <laughs> of what these fam- this family is going through on the island uh, and family fake out, whatever. It also looks so, I mean, Luke, you are not as well-versed. This is my area of expertise. Um, mm. But it looks so very clearly like early 2000s reality show, like the old Survivor, yeah. like that sort of thing, where the hosts used to do like straight to cameras like with like also another screen next to yeah. like, like a big box TV next to them like why they need to have the screen it's so I mean I think this like, was definitely supposed room. to be an offshoot of Survivor and all that stuff yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's they were Survivor. capitalizing on like the reality the early 2000s reality boom mm-hmm. which is like topical humor like got it it's great but I forgot in my mind the way I remembered it Tim Meadows was like the first in command and Dave Coulier was the host because they had set up the Dave Coulier running the yeah. gotcha show earlier. And then I was like, oh, Tim Meadows is the in charge here. And I was like, what the fuck is Dave Coulier's <laughs> point? I was like, why is he in this movie? And they still don't really answer that well. No. Because they, but they do set up when, at some point, that he was his old boss. There's mm-hmm. a throwaway yeah, yeah. line where Tim Meadows is like, I used to work on gotcha. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, Coulier yeah. got me fired. I, think that's I don't what know what his they, character is. They do. And I, actually, this is a good... Uh, we don't talk necessarily about when they put the commercial breaks in these movies most of the time, but because it's a show within a show, uh, they do a good thing where he talks like that and then they go to commercial break <laughs> and then come back and then we see the behind the scenes of the show where he talks about, I got fired from Gotcha because Dave Coulier got wanted me gone and now I'm doing this show in an act of revenge and like, this is why this jazz. movie really took off for me personally. Like, yeah, it, I mean, literally, I it's where the plot starts happening. I don't love this happening. movie as, like, an even Stevens finale, because I, I agree that I don't think it was, like, true to the show. But the second they were on, like, a back lot, and there was, like, sh- like shady reality TV producers, I was like, yes, all right, I'm living for this. I was like, give it to me. And, like, the, he has, like, his two, like, groveling assistants. Mm-hmm. And Tim Meadows is like, an asshole, <laughs> yeah. like, showrunner. He, and, he like, like, fires people and rehires them every, like, ten seconds. Because he now is, just gets to be, like, he, which he's great at. We said this earlier. He's, like, a great, like, terrible person villain. Like, yes, smarmy, yeah, like, winking Smarmy's a good word. Yeah. Yes, yes. But now that we know that there's a show within the show, why don't we take a quick break, and then we will come back and discuss how the actual, like, 
reality show torture will continue. And uh, so don't change that channel, folks. We'll be right <laughs> don't back. Don't go to Mandolino. Don't go. Don't never go to Mandolino. It doesn't exist. <laughs> They wake up the next day. This is where we get all that stuff of Tim Meadows explaining what his deal is with Gotcha and everything. And there's also and a shot where <laughs> with with a guy who I guess is the animatronic guy where he's holding the snake and like a controller mm-hmm. and like you hear mechanical. It's clearly just That's a, a real, real snake. snake. Like, why why don't you just say that there's animal trainers? I guess because they need to set up that there's a robotic squirrel in a following scene that he yeah. makes. <laughs> I again with this movie, like the things that they try to take make CGI or tech that could have just been like it's a real snake. Like, it was a real it's snake. real fire. Like I don't understand. And I and I don't get to like the way they're like Cue thunder. Cue rain. I'm like, they're on yeah. an island. Where is this stuff coming yeah. from? They, make, they, they pretend they're on a sound stage, and, yeah. then, and it's very clearly that they're outdoors. I'm like, I'm like, it would, it would, it would have to be a full-on Truman a Show situation. Ho- like having a hose behind. Like I was like, how in God's name are you controlling the rain? But uh, yeah, they they wake up and they split into their three group, the two groups again, with two groups of three, where Steve, Ren, and Bean say they're going to go look for food. And Wait, they... is this when they're? This is during the day, right? Yeah, yeah. they just yeah. woke up. Because the next thing in my notes is how um, Miles McDermott says, "Like, thank you for joining us for Family Fakeout Morning Edition." Or yeah, whatever. I'm yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. It's a 24-hour <laughs> broadcast. And then this is where like... don't make you reaction shots of people like in the pancake house having yeah. breakfast, and you're like, so it's on just all the time, and people are watching it all the time. Um, you make a good point. They do cut to the pancakes. Have we established yet that, that Twitty said that them? Twitty is the one who set them up? Oh, but they've watched. Yeah, at this yeah. point, we've we've seen uh, Twitty and Tawny. Oh, yeah, we see them the at the house, at right? Like one of their, their homes first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Tawny's saying, "I can't believe you set them up for this." Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pr- that's pretty is- much like right after it's revealed. Yeah, it's right because it's in the rain when they're like, and because this is the gag is that the reason you're supposed to like not think that Twitty is a complete moron is she's like, I thought it was going to be funny, like a mm-hmm. fun like gotcha thing and tawny pauses it and she's like does like this look fun and they're under the rain and yeah, Lewis yeah. is like he's holding yeah 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 that is from the commercial and it is very funny yeah <laughs> it's a good, it's a good it, it, that that's when the diner is revealed um they cut to ruby and monique watching as well who are ren's two best friends right yes yeah also who again don't remember from the show who's the black kid that they keep cutting to who's like is that who's like happy that they're suffering yeah larry larry was um ren's like arch enemy on the show like they were both like super super um high achievers academic like Like, they they were both like vying to be like the top student um so they had like that sort of rivalry but there was also a lot of romantic tension between them as well Mm. and so it was like everyone like at least me and my co-host and a lot of other people wanted Ren and Larry to get together um Mm. as well like to put aside their rivalry and like have that happen so sure sure like him watching this the whole time like there's like one thing there's only like one like consolation in this is when he looks super salty about Ren kissing Mutai eventually. Mm. Um, I was like, thank you for like at least giving me that 
Because it was like, yeah. didn't, I didn't want her with Muay Thai. Like, it was like so annoying. Yeah, but... so I was gonna say, I was gonna say, Brittany, it's so weird that you weren't like obviously from day one a Muay Thai stand. Like, you really wanted to see the end of that relationship. Yeah, no. you know, they wrapped up the series. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, Disney Plus reboot, make it happen. Larry and Backtrack, make it happen, yeah. But so they are hunting for food and they find a squirrel. And we, of course, we had seen <laughs> no, the robotic also, squirrel. Like, it's, isn't this where we get, I mean, Brittany brought it up, but where we get the. The, we get back lot stuff of Tim Meadows running around being a psycho, um, like the reality TV back lot. But isn't this where we get the guy that Donnie went to high school with? The actor comes out of the trailer yeah. and he's like, Oh, he's like, Oh man, to Tim Meadows, he's like, Man, I'm so sorry. Like, I never thought Donnie would recognize me. I was three years above him and you know, Donnie's no Einstein, like mm-hmm. kind of make, and then like, Tim Meadows fires him. And then he's like, wait a minute, we could have some fun with this. Right, yeah. <laughs> he said Donnie's, like, not the smartest. Mm-hmm. Right, to mess with him. You're right, that did happen. And then the squirrel comes, like, right after. Yes, yeah, they do the squirrel, and they're like, oh, we're and she's like, we're not going to eat that cute little squirrel, are we? And he's like, Because this is another conversation they have about they need food, and yeah. the dad's like, I can hunt for my family. And yeah. <laughs> Literally hunt, yeah, for the squirrel. Yeah, right, right, right. And then, of course, the squirrel turns, like, all animatronic or whatever and chases them down. And I remember as a kid, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, Um, as an adult, I didn't... Didn't do anything adult, for me. I'm it sorry. It goes on slightly too long. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, so the and, squirrel um, gag is and it's also very long. it's also interesting because um, this movie was directed by Sean McNamara, who also directed the Sweet Life movie. I don't know if you guys have watched that one yet. Uh, no, I, I've actually never I've seen Sweet Life. Not for for this podcast, nor in my day to day life. I know it's real weird. Yeah. There's like a thing in a science lab or something. Yes, yes. But there's one moment where a bunch of crabs go loose on like a dock. And Sean McNamara did the same thing in the Sweet Life movie by having a fake... (laughs) Uh, a fake crab be like attached to the front of the camera and chasing them around like that, which is like exactly what's happening in this movie. And I was like, okay, Sean McNamara, like that's, that- a, that's his cinematic <laughs> signature. Signature. It's like what is it? Frank Capra and his crow. Like that is yep. this guy's it's his artistic flair. So yeah, they get chased by the squirrel and they run into Miles. And he's like, oh, hey, guys, cool, cool, cool. Uh, I called in a food drop for you. Oh, um, should, yeah. Like, like it's about to, it should be here any second. And they see the plane come out of nowhere and just, like, drop a thing and uh, way, way up in the hills. And he's like, oh, man, the wind must have blown it off course. And then Beans apparently is, the, a jo- genius. is the joke is that he's, like, the only smart one about this where he like, like the wind well, is blowing from the other place i'm like really beans yeah and then he's like oh a little meteorologist we got going here <laughs> and i was like well no he raises a valid concern but uh and then he's like oh so yeah just head up there and he reaches this is blew my goddamn mind he reaches down and pulls up a leaf and is like just follow these blue trail markers i'm yeah. like why would those be there if you didn't know that's where the food was gonna land? I know, I know. Like, I if know. I was there, I would question everything about that. You can't just drop that on him. Yep, yep. Yeah, and so they, and like, he's like, okay, well, let's go get Eileen and uh, Lewis and Donnie and we'll go head up there. And he's like, whoa, 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 Steve, uh, you really need your wife's help to bring home the bacon? And he's like, no, I can do it, like we were saying, playing into his masculinity. And they also mention, I this think. This is like, I mean, it's just like, for lack of a better term, psychological warfare that Tim Meadows yeah. is A little bit, yes. I would say that's a fair He's term. He's torturing these people. It's, I would say it's psychological, steve warfare. The other thing is that so when when they did the reveal 
that this was all a reality show. He said that we knew everything about them because the person who put them up to this told him so they knew Lewis couldn't resist the secret door. They knew mm-hmm. Steve had a complex about not having a job, etc. Mm-hmm. So that's where he's getting that from. And that Ren had just broken up with her boyfriend. Yes, yeah. that so Twitty told them all of this. Yeah. I know, I just, I'm just imagining, like, I just imagine Twitty just being like, yeah, so this is about this, <laughs> and this is that, this is I'm just telling you random person all about this family. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, uh... But then this was where Donnie's walking to pick up all the wood and then they go Donnie's alone cue Lalo and now mm-hmm. Patrick Green comes out as Patrick Green in his school outfit like yeah, in his with like a book. jacket or whatever yeah. and he's like oh don't tell anybody I'm cutting English <laughs> yeah like this is again and again psychological warfare like, they're gaslighting I, 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 was like, I was like so they're just going to allow this man to think he's experiencing delusion yeah <laughs> mental mental his mental faculties are losing him and he like runs out of the forest and is like guys guys I saw him Patrick Green he is here and they're like listen you know Donnie you're, you're so hungry <laughs> you're hungry you've been in the sun all day and so so I get what they're trying to do here like again they're trying to make every play on everybody's things where like everyone thinks Donnie is dumb and don't believe him but the thing is, is it's not about being dumb it's the fact that what he's saying makes absolutely mm, no sense for yeah. the situation <laughs> that they're in like you like take a step back and realize you sound like you're insane yeah. Um, and then I think at this point we, uh, oh, no, also then Tim Meadows shows up. Tim Meadows like, pops up out of nowhere. Like I have the yes. music playing nowhere. right now. Yes. Out of, out of the ether. And, uh, they're like, Hey, good news. I got the food drop, uh, set up for you. So you won't starve or anything. Yeah. Just go follow, follow, follow these the trail red, markers. The red trail markers. And, uh, they're like, okay, cool. Great. We'll go do that. And then it's cut to that. And then I think at this point where we cut into the diner where Twitty is trying to drown his sorrows in syrup on his pancakes that he has ordered because he feels so bad about what he's done to the Stevens family. And Tawny's like, yeah, you screwed up. I don't know what you want. And then the coach is also there. And, like, the coach, of course, thinks that this is hilarious and, like, loving seeing Lewis get his comeuppance for once, be the butt of a joke. And then, um, and then uh, Principal Wexler watching at home as well. I think it's yes. disgraceful talking to a yes, TV. It's, and, again, he's <laughs> hilarious. And just that one scene, was like, I, and he's got, like, a bowl of, like, pistachios. Yeah. Like, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> um, and then, he's, and then like, uh, the coach starts shoving these pancakes into his mouth. And it's like, oh, the funniest thing is yeah. that they, uh... Uh, they think they're halfway around the world. They're like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah. Um, they're, uh, they're just in Cata, what is this? Catalonia. Catalonia. Which or is, whatever. It's, it's, it's like right off the coast. And then, um, of course, when they're like, how do you know this? I went on this thing called a website. They have yeah. all the inside stuff. Was that supposed to be a joke about the coach being dumb? Being out of about touch, the fact it's yeah. 2003. Like, yeah, I, I didn't touch. know. I was like, I, yeah, I know. It's like, I'm like, I can't tell, like, how off base that joke is supposed to be because in 2003, websites were novel. Yeah, especially for, like, a TV show to have a website was kind of, like, a, probably a new thing. And so then they realize, oh my god, we can write the wrong that you did, Twitty. We I did can- not remember that they intervened. Yes. I had no memory <laughs> of this. Like, it starts happening and I was like, no. I was like, they don't go. And then that is what happens in the fourth act of this movie. I'm happy it does because they have always been my favorite, one of my favorite parts of the show. So I love Tawny and Twitty. And I love them in the show. And so I'm glad that they get, they, at least out of all the side characters, they get movie time. But yeah. I was like, they're not going to go to the end. That is exactly <laughs> what happens. And then the next scene is when they go to Tom for help. Yes, they go to Tom, who apparently owns a boat and knows how to sail it. Because- and fun fact, it, the boat is called the SS Doris. Doris is his mother. Um, and the running gag about Tom was that he was like obsessed with his mother. Like they had the closest mother son relationship ever. And it was just like a, like a, like a a Norman Bates type situation. Yeah. But they're like, listen, we need you to sail us to Catalonia. 
we got to go rescue Lewis. You know, you love Lewis. Like, you know, he's my friend when it suits him. And I can accept that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they set sail. And, uh, then while they're doing that, we cut back to the island. And I think, I think we have another goddamn Muay Thai scene. These get really draggy. There's like so many of them. Yeah. And we also get Tim Meta or Miles McDermott cutting in and being like, Oh, Oh, now we're, now we're back to family fake out prime time. Yes, Yes, of course. Uh, and he's like, I, Ren had real, uh, boy problems or was a real heartbreaker back home. And I was like, did she have that much relationship stuff in the show? Cause I thought it was, seemed like it was just this one guy as far as I was aware. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. He just says like known for her boy troubles back That's home. what it yes. is. That's what it is. But I think maybe he was just referring to the fact that she just broke up. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But it just made it sound like it was a persistent problem. And I was like, I don't remember that being a thing. And this is also where they're Oh, having- this is a waterfall. This is the waterfall, right? Uh, before that, we have the the big yes. fight between the family Duh. on the thing where they they arrive at the empty crates, of course. Yeah, they both arrive at the empty crates, and Tim, like Lewis, had left his shirt. So then Tim Battles was like, "Ha ha ha! This could also come in handy." So they put Lewis's shirt on the crate at the other family, Ren, uh, mm-hmm. Steve, and Beans crate drop they left lewis's shirt there so that rem was like oh they took all the food i know this is lewis's shirt they were here that's when they have this fight on the beach with the you took our food and my shirt and like that whole (laughs) thing with like the you know you can sleep out of the rain tonight we can and we will (laughs) yeah it's it's supposed to be the point where things really come to a head because each of them thinks they've been wrong by the other yeah miles majority gave them two different trails up to two empty food crates and they and they think that the, the other one's lying and stole, is yes. lying to their faces and ate all the food. This should really just be called gaslighting and the this series. Is, and like, this that's is what this is showing. Finally, finally, the crack of, well, like, Lewis and Ren are obviously going at each other, as Brittany pointed out. Like, you stole the food and my shirt. And then we finally we see the mom and dad fully crack on each other and start yelling at each other. Um, about, you know, him not, you know, him thinking, she thinking that he can't provide, which isn't true, and all mm-hmm. this, and all these things. And I had a note here, which, like, I know this is a movie, but, like, this isn't fun <laughs> for me. <laughs> I don't like watching people, like, Lewis and Ren always fought, but, like, I don't like watching these parents scream at each other. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying too. I was like, for the finale of the show, I'm like, why do I want to watch this? Like, I don't, like, yeah. I don't like, like, I get enough of that on my own family vacations. Like, I, <laughs> like, I don't need and, and to I watch this even... beloved TV family like be ripped at the seams. Yeah, and I would have even like bought it a little more if they had like you know been ripped at the seams and then come back together even stronger. But really, it's there's no like moment where it's like listen guys i'm sorry that all this happened to us instead it's just like oh no we were being tricked and we're gonna get it back get it back at them like it's it's just i don't like to watch them yell at (laughs) each so your basic review of this movie is mom and dad are fighting (laughs) it's it's like they're also not fighting about you know i mean whatever like they're not fighting about what you lewis and ren usually fight about which is like lewis spilling chocolate sauce on her stealing all her pantyhose like these are two adults fighting over like their marriage and their ability to provide and i was like this is dark I don't yeah. <laughs> well hey slugger let me promise you this it's not your fault and mom and dad are always gonna love you just as much as they always have um but yeah so they basically the two teams split off ren, ren gets emo and goes to the cgi waterfall next yeah that's the that's the other thing is there is no transition to like she's being like I'm oh, gonna no. go to this waterfall I mean, no it's just, it just it's just the, the music sunset, comes in you were yeah. at the waterfall music comes in it's sunset again somehow yeah. and they're at the waterfall and Mutai shows up 
and is like, oh, the elders have forbidden me to speak to you, and then be, be with you, and then she's like, then you should go, and he's like, I cannot. He's I like, why? Like, and then, because no matter what they would do to me, <laughs> it would, like, hurt more to be away from you or something. Yeah, This it's- is also, again, just things I don't like. I don't like watching a young woman being tricked into liking a boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not enjoyable. Once you know he's an actor, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> Much like many things about mo- this mood type plotline. Yeah. But- and then it gets even worse now with, uh, yes. will Ren let Mutai kiss her? Vote now! Which I think is so funny. Like, it's 2003. People would need to boot up their computers. <laughs> like, live online yeah, voting was point. not nobody a has, thing. Yeah, nobody has their phones that they can just pull out and vote. That's a really good point. Like, and then and then it says, and then on the screen, it says that there were 25 million votes for yes in under 15 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. That, yeah. Literally, like, this is the point in time, like, maybe, okay, maybe a little later, but, like, this is, like, you're yelling at your parents to get off the phone so you can yes. get on my, like, yes. the internet to vote you're like mom yeah hang up i need to get online and and so we cut into people from the supporting cast where you see like the bren's friends being like oh no she's a boy he's an actor like we should get and they're like but he's still so cute so yes 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 and then wexler being like no 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 that's the funniest thing is seeing him just go like no no don't do it right like the way he's like shimmying in his chair like typing so fast is freaking hilarious i loved it (laughs) but i hate that though 25 million views in in 15 seconds in 2003 would not happen. You can't even no. start a computer in 15 seconds. <laughs> That's what I said. I said no, people yeah, you're need to so right. their computers. You're, you're so right. Forever. That's a really good point. But so he's like, I would like, yeah, I'd really like to kiss you. And then she's like, I would like to kiss you too. And then they get their mouths really close together. And then like, you just see her like pull away at the last second and be like, but I'm not ready yet. My heart is still wounded. But so she almost kisses him and doesn't. And she kind of like, no, and, the, and like, you know, the audience and Tim Meadows are like, oh, wow, like, what a, what a twist there. So then, then I think we just get more Miles stuff at this point. You no, know, next where... it's, um, Tom on his little boat. Oh, yes, with, right. Uh... They, yes. Uh, so they arrive, uh, in the, near the island they're trying to get to. And they're like, all right, take us ashore, Tom. And he's like, oh, well, there's a lot of rocks. He's like, you can take my dinghy, which is just an inflatable raft. And which is also a joke, like an adult joke, basically, because he goes, like, how are we going to get there? And he's like, We'll just hop on my dinghy. My dinghy. Yes. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I laughed at that, and I was like, I was like, I was like, did they was it, did they even try to play that for humor? Or am I just a perv? Like I don't know. No, and, and like, on the on the DVD commentary, like Christy is watching it, and then he says that, and she goes like audibly, she goes like, oh, <laughs> like, on the commentary, <laughs> and then she's like, um, sometimes on our show there were jokes that you might notice were a little off color or something. <laughs> like, oh my god, that's great. <laughs> um, and, and so then, like, yeah, we see them uh, paddling towards the shores or whatever. They get uh, Twitty gets knocked out. Also, of the boat. it becomes night. Yes, it becomes. Yeah. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of paddling. And uh, and what well, was sunset? And, with they, Mutai, they and so now it's night. They also don't. This is so obvious that like it's not really night. Like, oh it's yeah, not, totally. it's not actually uh, yeah, a night yeah, yeah, yeah. shoot. They have shot this. In probably like the early morning or like the and then they like just evening. yeah they put a filter over it, it yes. to darken it especially when Tawny is getting out of the water mm-hmm. before yes. she gets hit in the head with coconut and I was like this is also the giant CGI wave as well oh god yeah uh, yeah at this point if we spend the whole episode talking about the terrible CGI we'll be here all day but I mean it, it's fun sometimes but no, no no it is fun but, but basically so the wave comes it knocks Twitty Tom, out of the boat Twitty gets knocked out of the boat we lose Twitty in the ocean yeah to what yeah. we can only assume at this point is a water grave and then, comes out and, <laughs> but tawny is the one that washes up on shore tawny washes up on shore and, and she, she has no she shine takes, of him she takes 
two steps out of the goddamn yes. boat. And then is just standing, being like, where is Twitty? And then a coconut falls and hits her on the head. Yes. And she and I was like, what? Why is this happening now? And before and it, this, before this, though, um, we had Miles, uh, again, like, behind the scenes, going yes, up to uh, Mutai and saying, like, you better get that kiss next time. And after you so kiss her, beat Gotcha in the readings. Yes, that's the thing. <laughs> and it's, and, like, and super it, overdramatic. Yeah, it's very... And then I had this note, because I, th- I think it raised yeah, through because, the whole wait, movie. So now he was mad that they didn't kiss, and then he's realizing that Gotcha is winning, so he's like... No, 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 they beat Gotcha by one point, but it's not yeah. good enough. So mm-hmm. if they get the kiss, they'll beat Gotcha by and, more points. But then he wants even more than the kiss. He wants to her to dump her right after for right. a bigger shock value. Got exactly. Yes. Um, and also, yeah, let me say this. Uh, we brought up a set of a top that I love, Tim Meadows, and I think he's great in this movie. I love how vindictive and petty, and he is just like, your emo- human emotions mean nothing to he's me. Great. All that matters is this show. He's genuinely like, I did not think I was going to come into this movie thinking that I love this villain, but he is a great villain. I love him for Hollywood is the villain. Because he's, he's just, he does everything with a smile on his face. Almost. Yes, he lives for this. This is like where how he gets his I always feel like villains like this are written so well because it's producers and screenwriters writing the, like producers the and screenwriters. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's all so good and also funny. Like the assistants who were like, "You are such a genius!" Like, oh Dude. my god! Like, and they just like are just fawning over him. And then he's like, "I hate you." And he's like, like, "They're like, good point. Thank you so much." Yeah, <laughs> good note. Thank you. Good um, note, thank you. Uh, but yeah, we see some more of that. Then uh, Twitty washes ashore after she gets hit on the head with the coconut, and he is immediately escorted by some security guards. That I so guess security gets Twitty and not Tony. Yeah, I guess they don't see her what? unconscious body. body lying yeah. on, like, on the fucking shore. comment everyone at these screenwriters of even Stevens right now, but like. Because I think they did an amazing job. But I will say, like, screenwriting went on one. Why do all three of Lewis's friends have a name that starts with the same goddamn initial? Yeah, I, yeah, Twitty, I didn't... Tom, saying Twitty and Tawny together is a nightmare of a tongue twister. And then when you throw Tom in there, <laughs> yep. I literally cannot make the sound anymore. Tom took Tawny and Twitty. <laughs> yeah. It's a tongue twister. Um, I don't know when I realized that, but it was in, like, one of my reviews as I had to type out, like, oh, like, the gang is, like, doing this. So I was like, so then Lewis, Twitty, Tawny, and Tom and I was like just realized they all start with T's <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, he gets scored by security and he gets like pulled in front of Tim Meadows himself and he's like listen I'm a marine biologist this, I laugh so hard at this like I laugh so hard what does it say his fake name is Mars Honey Toast <laughs> this was this is also really great continuity so in one oh. of the most popular episodes of the series um, which maybe you'll remember is when uh, Lewis and Twitty really 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 wanted these quasi sneakers oh yes I do remember this they were like the sneakers with the cues on the sides yes, and yes. so uh, Tom gave them the number of like this really shady sneaker dealer and they, they go meet up with him in like the basement of the mall to get the shoes. You know, and to talk to the shady dealer, they used undercover names. And so, uh, Twitty gets on the phone with this creepy guy and he's like, what are your names? He's like, I'm a, Lars Honey Toast and uh That's awesome. I love I that. I just thought that was such a good fake name. It I is. That's why they kept it. using it. I didn't remember it. it from the series. I laughed so hard when he said it. I could not stop. It's very it's good. So good. It's very good. I love that it has a continuity thing. Yes. That is why we needed to have Brittany on so she could make this movie even more worthwhile because <laughs> I would not have known that. I also wanted to say I remembered this finally when they get into this mix I was like I remembered my favorite parts of this show were Tawny and Twitty. I like them so much and I wanted them to be 
Becky in this movie more. Because once they're on the island, I'm like, yes, they're back, they're back. And yes, also, back? I also, like, really want to kiss AJ Trough on the mouth for a child. <laughs> I was so in love with him. And I was like, it was all coming back to me in this movie. I was like, oh, I had such a big crush on this guy. Thank God he's here. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Tim, uh, Miles McDermott outs Twitty as the guy that sold, mm-hmm. gave the Sea of Family to them and says to cage him, which means throw him in, like, the costume trailer or something the like that. The trailer with all of the costumes which will allow him to easily mask. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yep, 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 yep. Then the families wake up, um, and, and they have them on the camera. It says, angry faction one, angry faction yeah, yeah. two. <laughs> this is where the dad and Ren get in this fight, and it also made me sad. <laughs> It's a very, she like is upset. He does the thing where he doesn't remember Gil's name mm-hmm. and they get in like a fight. She's like, I hate I, this family. Right, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she's like, I hate this family. But then Bean says, she'll come around or whatever. She probably just needs some time. Right, right. Like, that's what, and he's like, that's why yeah. she's by herself. I what? feel like watching her yell at her dad and then him, like, she's also the good kid and they're like getting in this big fight yeah, and like, she storms off. Right. And he like calls him Steve. He's like, ah, Steve, you know, yeah, this is going to give me some space. Yeah, you're right. That's and then, a good and then he's like, yeah, you're probably right. Wait, what? Yeah, uh, very good. But uh, but then this was also before that was um, Lewis's faction with the peanut. Oh, yes. The and singular another peanut squirrel they scene. Thank and, God we yeah. got more squirrel. If you yeah. guys wanted it, here it yeah. is. Yeah, she but, pulls out like a hat pin and tries to cut the peanut off. That so was they can funny share. when she tries. When there's we a will good save delivery. the stubby little tail for dessert. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you know it. It is kind of just hitting me in this moment that they are starving these people. Yes, this is like <laughs> torture. This is a lawsuit waiting to happen in more yeah, ways than one. It literally. Yeah, you're totally right. I don't care what contract they signed. Like this you is can't just, starve people. This is like bodily harm you're doing. But like, I did. I was laughing though because when they wake up specifically in this scene, their clothes are infinitely more tattered than they were when they yes, went to bed. I didn't yeah, what that happened too. over that night that everyone now looks shipwrecked? <laughs> and they're perfectly cut, too. It's just all the bottom of their pants are just like, slit, 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 yes, slit, yes, slit. Yes. And Somebody just, just like, took some scissors. And not, yeah, exactly. And not only that, it's only been about maybe two days now at this point, and mm-hmm. they're this roughed up. Because the, they're they're fighting over this peanut, but then they get in that fight, so Ren's by herself, and then Mutai shows up, and they and she's like, try, comes to Mutai for comfort, being like, I just want to go home. Like, you're the only good thing that's happened on, to me on this island. I also just, I love the way when she, they just say each other's names all the time. Like, yes. and so it's like, she's running and he's like, she's like, Mutai on the beach. And then he looks up dramatically. Ren. He's like, Ren. Moontai. Ren. It, it literally, it genuinely like borders on feeling like it's a parody. Oh, it is. It's, it's honestly, yeah, it's honestly a really, now that I'm thinking about it, it's a really interesting line they cross where in the show, it's not a parody because it's genuinely, they have feelings for each other. But to us, it's meant to read as like a one big joke. Yeah. Not just because he's an actor. And it's real, like that, that's hard to do. They did a good job. Yeah. Um, but, but so, he cracks here. Well, no, he they kiss, and we get a full-on lip kiss. I love the way the camera is spinning directly around them. Yep, yep, right yep. in right in front of them. I'm like, uh, how are they getting that shot? Um, don't don't know. <laughs> There's a man dressed as a bush. Get, yeah, get, <laughs> Ren keeps her eyes shut super tight when she's kissing somebody. Apparently, <laughs> and like yeah, so they kiss on the lips. Mutai, yeah, he cracks, and he just goes. He loses his accent, and it's and just this like, is Truman Show. <laughs> like the the extras start to care for the for Truman and start cracking, and yeah, they yeah. drag them. Off yeah, set. he's like, I'm supposed to break up with you, whatever. And like, uh, Miles McDermott is like, oh, I was afraid of this. Get the chief in there, and like, some <laughs> Get guys the show chief up in there. I, I do. I always loved this um this line where he goes, 
She's like, what? Like, what's going on? And then he's like, you, this is all Lewis's fault. He's like, yeah. he's like, you, he, Lewis is to blame for all of your problems. Lewis or whatever. <laughs> but like, but before that, when she's like, what? Like, what's going on? He's like, it was, it was Lewis. And she's like, what does Lewis have to do with this? And then yeah, he, goes, he goes, ah, that is a good question. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's very good. He's yeah. touching the earpiece. Yeah. It, it's also very true. They all have earpieces in like all the times. And like three muscular other actors come in and lift Mutai and just carry him off. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, he says it's all Lewis's fault because Miles McDermott is feeding him that line. And then she just goes, Lewis. And yeah. then, like, storms off to do what, what she's going to do in a second. And so did we see the part where, so, Adrian Troth, uh, Tweety escapes the... Yes, that's next. Yeah. Is, so is... he escapes and just starts shoving food Craft in his mouth. Craft services, all dressed, yeah. Yeah, and all dressed in a uh, costume. But here's the thing. The problem with this is that they don't explain how he got out of the trailer. Mm-mm. They locked him in the trailer and I guess he put the costume on, but they don't explain how he got out of that yeah. trailer. Uh, but, he, but then, like, he goes up and to the the HQ where they're running all the cameras and sees that they're showing Ren looking for Lewis and Lewis hunting a squirrel to eat. And he's just like, oh, no, you don't. And he just starts pulling all the wires out of everything. And they lose the feed. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, everyone in the diner is like, oh, man, whatever. And then it starts this, like, Easter egg crafting show. Yeah, that's actually um, Cynthia Mills is the name of that character. Yeah. She was, she was in the series. Um, oh. She, she was like, um, <laughs> I love how much connected tissue. I had tissue. a feeling she was because everyone seems to know, like, like she had, like, I just wouldn't just she, introduce a random No, person. I just thought it was like knock off Martha Stewart. Like, that's what I thought they were going for. No, no. But, like, the but, fact that she's a character she series, is awesome. But she was only in a total of three or four episodes, I think, but she was one of those characters. Like, sometimes there are these characters that weren't in it a lot, but you remember them mm-hmm. as being in more. Uh, sure. She was just one of those memorable people. She was in some good episodes. That's all. That's, that is really cool. And so, like, they start freaking out. Uh, Miles, like, fires everybody and just starts pointing at them and saying, you're fired, you're fired, fired. Why can't we get this back on, back up or whatever? Um, and then we come back. Back to well, we also see a scene of the mom and the dad are like fit trying to fish, and they make up with one another. Where he's like truce, and they weirdly do a pinky swear. Yeah. I don't know why they do that. They pretty much realize eventually they're like this couldn't have been a worse vacation if someone planned it this way. Yeah, they realize that, and then Donnie finds Tawny and is like, "You're real, right? I'm not." Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Donnie's the one that finds and her, which is she's... good. Which is good on the script part because he had been like seeing. The yes, other that is a good script thing. But here's the thing: is so she has amnesia from getting hit on the head. She doesn't know why she's here. She remembers, like, who she is and stuff. It's not, like, full amnesia. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't remember why she came I to this island. I wish I loved anything the way that children's television loves u- using amnesia as a plot device. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that rarely know. happens to people. Yes. Uh, well, and that's not even children's television. That's just television, television movies too. on the whole. And so he brings him, brings her to the parents who, be- Beans is with them. Brandon and, Steve- and Lewis are the only ones who are missing. And uh, he's like, guys, see, I told you. Freaking look at this. It's Tawny. And she's like, hi, I have no idea why I'm here. <laughs> and they're like, what? What's going on? And Beans finds, like, a cable in the sand and is like, I thought that this island didn't have any modern technology. Why would this be here? And then that sparks her mind that, like, oh, right, it's for family. No, 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 no. Someone says Miles. She, Someone says Miles. She's like, oh, you mean Miles yes. McDermott. And they're like, they're like, how do you know Miles? He's like, oh, he's the host of that show. Um, What is it? Oh, Family Fake Out. And they're like, yeah, I never heard of it. You never heard of it? It's the hottest new show. And she's like, yeah. wait a minute. Of course you haven't heard on it. You're on there right now. This camera's yeah. Yeah. everywhere you go. Yeah, but the but- thing to make clear, which took me a second, because they keep cutting between multiple vignettes of where everyone is. Mm-hmm. The thing that is, I mean, it's well done if you actually connect it, but that, t- that Twitty has pulled the the cables so yeah. they're not on it right yeah. now. no 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 so everything that they're saying 
Because I was like, oh my god, like, how is this going to work? So, but like, no one at home can see them mm-hmm. discover no, the fact they're that watching they're watching Cynthia Mills do her. Yeah, they're yes. watching Easter something egg else stuff. entirely. Yes. And yeah, and so they like, like, start like calling for Miles to come out. And he doesn't show up and they're like, what's wrong? But then they see someone in a costume and they're like, oh, he probably knows where Miles is. And then they go to tackle him and it's, it's Twitty. Twitty. It's Twitty in his costume. This was a scene, though. I think this is the scene where I like, I think because Lewis is gone, everyone in this scene is acting at like an 11. Like, <laughs> everyone is screaming. I was like, guys, someone has to calm down. Like, the mom is screaming, the dad. Like, as they're all realizing this, I was like, it is absolute chaos. I was like, we can't all be at an 11 for this mm-hmm. <laughs> But finally, like, they realize that, uh, that... Well, Lewis takes them to the HQ and they see the whole production. No, and Twitty takes, takes them. them. So, sorry. Twitty takes them and they confirm to them it's all production and he's like, well, you're not on it right now. And he shows them, like... Well, I don't know if he shows them, but he took... He has, like, all the cables he took. Um, he's... They're like, oh, let's go down there and, like, spoil the fun and be like... They're like, no, 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 no. We gotta get back at them for doing this to us and putting us through this. But we gotta go find... Ren and Lewis. So they go off and we don't see them for a little well, while. Well, because they say, cause, cause Steve says, what was the last thing people saw on TV? Right. And right. he was like, you were scratching yourself with a stick. <laughs> like, Beans was smelling a beetle. Like, yeah. oh yeah. And Ren was about to kill Lewis or something. Right. Yeah. Um, she was, so she was looking guess, for him. I guess they, I, cause they, they say, I don't know. I guess the family like caught up with them and filled them in on it, and then they yeah, and then they just played it played it up for right, right. Yeah. We don't know that as we the don't, audience. This yeah. is no the fra- flaw with this movie is that we don't see that. Yeah, it's, well, they, it's necessary for the reveal that we're going to get in the final act, but it is tough to understand that they have somehow now they realized Ren is hunting Lewis, and in this time they are going. But off camera, even though mm. everything they have done before has been on camera to us, they're going to find Ren and Lewis, talk them down, mm-hmm. yeah. have a family unity moment. That would have been nice to see, but we don't see it. Because and then now that Ren would, like, Lewis- ruin the twist ending, I guess. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is I do, I totally agree with you that it would have been nice to see this, but also I think they're really trying to preserve they that thing. Where, like, that we trip. also don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Like, we, 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 they're leading us to believe that, like, they really did crack. Like, yeah. Like, that's yeah. like. Yeah, so yeah. we cut to Ren, who is now gone, like. Well, they're no, not yet. We cut, we, we do Miles McDermott first. Oh, he, he gets, he, back he, he gets the, the show back on air and he has to rehire everybody. But he just fired because it's like okay we're good why isn't anyone doing this because like, you fired everyone and he's like you're rehired you're rehired and so then he's like oh sorry for the technical difficulties but you know live tv can happen it's like let's check back in with ren and lewis who's about to have a confrontation ren has sharpened a stick to a point yeah also not great painted tribal war paint on her face but uh and she hunts down lewis and like Stabs the stick into the ground and is like, you like. She's also like going like, Arr-ay. yeah, she's doing some I can't chanting. Do it. Like, I can't make my mouth do that. Yeah, it's Full warrior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, uh, he's like scrambling around on the ground, like, cause he's trying to find, catch a squirrel to eat. And like, she is like, ah, this is it. This is the last straw and all that stuff. And he, he, he goes, hey, Ren, 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 your shoe's on fire. And she's like, looks down and then he just takes off, which I thought was pretty good. And then we do, I think this is a pretty iconic part of this movie. They're is on the, the cliff. Cha- well, yeah, well, they do the chase scene with her just chasing him with like the point of stick, and then they end at the cliff. And I think her like chasing him with the paint yeah. on is a pretty iconic image from the movie. Oh yeah, it's that line where they go, oh no, like like the, when they're watching it, um, at the headquarters or whatever, and the guy's like, 
like Miles, like this isn't cool. Like, what if she actually hurts him? And then he's like, she's not going to hurt him. I'm going to hurt I'm you. Gonna hurt you. Hurt you. Never, like, yeah. yeah, he's like, we're we are legally responsible for that this. That one guy <laughs> finally has the light bulb moment of like, this is a bad idea. Like, yes. and she's like, oh, he's come on, he's not going to hurt him. She's like, I'm going to hurt you, Lewis. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they end up on a cliff. And, and I said, is she going to Lord of the Flies him? Which is exactly what they're setting this up to me. It is very Lord of the Flies. And so they're on a cliff, and she's, like, threatening with the spear. And Miles pulls up in to a jeep. To the edge. Like, to the to edge the- of the little cliff. And Miles pulls up in a jeep, and he's like, guys, 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 good news. The Islanders are forgiving you. Like, you don't have to, you're not going to starve. You'll have a place to sleep. It's fine. And then Lewis is like, Cece, it's all good. Ren, like, you don't need to do this. Do this. And then she's like, no, but I want to. Like, it's been, like, uh, like you ruined my life the day you were born or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then the family shows up. And, like, this is what we were saying. is like, they do this so we think this is the first time they've met up together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because they're like, listen, you guys, you don't get it. Like, this you know, this is all fake or whatever. Yeah. And Miles is like, yeah, you're on this new reality show called Family Fake Out. Ha, 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 ha. And they're like, yeah, nice try. <laughs> yeah, like, they, Ren doesn't believe it. And so, yeah. like, I, I think that does kind of make it work that Ren pretends not to believe that they're just trying. Yeah. Because, like, they think you're just, they're just trying to, like, save Lewis's life, basically. Mm-hmm. And, like, she, uh... I don't know. And she doesn't stab him, but I guess just shoves him off the cliff. Yeah, was a, also, guys, like, I'm an idiot. I didn't remember this movie. At this, at that very point, right before he pushed it, I go, I was like, oh, she knows. <laughs> <laughs> it just occurred. It took me that long to figure out that they were faking it. Uh, because, he, because he falls off the cliff, and then Miles just, like, falls to his knees. Well, yeah. you, hear the, you, hear the, you hear the mom go, my baby. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good. Yeah. And then Miles yeah, falls to his knees, and he's like, oh, my God. Uh, because that lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah, pretty sad. much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, yeah, that's basically. It happened, yep. Yeah, that's basically. He's not sad, like, oh, no, a human life has been lost. He's sad, like, oh, my show. Like, I didn't want this to happen. I just wanted to fake you guys out, and it was going to be funny, and I wanted to do light entertainment. And then Ren just, like, turns around and, and still like, a crazy smiling. smile. Yeah, crazy smile. And then, like, uh, then a freaking uh, helicopter comes up from behind the cliffs. And, uh, who's in there but Dave Coulier? Who's in there but Dave Coulier? And it's got gotcha printed on the side. And he goes, Hey, Miles, gotcha Gotcha on your own show. Yeah. And, like, he's like, What? And then they pull the helicopter out more, and Lewis is dangling from the helicopter's ladder. No, no, the ladder. ladder. And then he's like, Yeah, we did it like in the movies. I just fell into a net. And then Tawny and Twitty come up with a net. net. (laughs) And then it's like, Okay, weird detail. Um, and he's like, what, what's, what's going on? And everyone, like, at the diner is, like, freaking out and laughing or whatever. And then, like, Dave Coulier lands the chopper and they, like, all, like, just gang up on Miles, just ready to, like, take this guy down. Also broadcasting live. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Broadcasting live off of someone else's show. This is a legal nightmare. <laughs> yes, I know. Like, what I know. show owns the rights to this broadcast? Oh, yeah, because Dave Coulier. <laughs> what Coulier's... network? Are they on the right, same they're, network? No, they're on a different network because Dave Coulier comes out. And, the ratings. Dave Coulier comes out and is like, oh, and Miles is like, okay, let's cut. We don't need to see me get my whole life destroyed and then he's like oh but if you do want to see that tune over to gotcha <laughs> yeah. on the other channel like, and it's like what uh but they just yeah they just explain how this all happened and to get back at him and be like yeah you can't pull one over on the stevens family and again Eileen is a cute thing like we stick together like yeah. sure we may fight but you know we're a family mm-hmm. and all that good stuff and that's where it puts funny things underneath them again and like the chirons where it's like yes. tawny starts yelling yeah. at the camera tawny goes off on and them like, this is great. cruel and it's unhumane and they're like activists alan Twitty traitor is his yeah. <laughs> and then like Donnie's thing is not exactly Einstein yeah. <laughs> and, um, and uh, they were like and Ren and Lewis and then they're like they're but they're so lovable aren't they adorable and they come back to them and like Shia's like showing his leg like yeah. 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 
and, and, like, and, and their thing is lovable scamps. Lewis yeah, lovable, lovable scamps. Because <laughs> that's what he digly says. He's like, these lovable scamps over here. This is Aren't they lovable? <laughs> They're adorable. They're, it's great. Oh, it's very it's a very good. I mean, and the biggest question is, I mean, like, this is a good scene, but I'm just like, wait, why is Dave Coulier here? Like, why wasn't he in more of this <laughs> yeah, movie? Don't ask questions. Don't just ask be questions. Uh, but, so that's, like... The end of the show itself, because the next. But don't scene, worry, we have a Muntai scene. Oh coming. yes, we gotta end on a Muntai scene. So like we cut to Ren sitting on like a rock oh. wall of like a thing, and then the Lewis comes up and is like, "Hey, the plane's here. We can go home after we destroy." <laughs> also, it's been established that Miles McDermott's been fired, and the whole yes. show's been like ruined. It's a whole thing. Lewis is like, "Hey, Ren, plane's here. We can go home." And she's like, "Yeah, okay." And like they they just basically have a little heart to heart. Yeah, it's where, nice. Like, it's nice. It's I, nice. I, it doesn't he say, um, "You know, you're my sister." Like I wouldn't. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and this, this is what I was saying. This is like the closest the movie gets to having closure as a series finale, in my opinion, is just kind of like giving them a scene where it's like, even though, you know, the whole conceit of this television show was that we always fight and everything. Yeah. Like at the, at the heart of it, we do love each other. Yeah. And he says, he says, Ren, like, I'm your brother. Like, I love messing around. Like, I love messing with you, but I would never do anything to hurt you. Which yeah. I'm just like, oh. Yeah. It's a, it's a very cute scene. And then also it has. What I I think might be the funniest thing in the whole movie to me personally, where he's like, also, there's someone else who wants to talk. Where he's like, we always have Jason, and then the guy who plays Mutai comes by, and then I I gotta believe Shia LaBeouf ad libbed it or did this in his own court. Yeah, he just flips out of yes! he goes yeah. over the wall and like clearly he was supposed to just stand up and walk out of camera but he's like yeah well you know you should talk to jason <gasps> and just like it's so fast i literally was just like half watching thing half writing notes and i looked up saw him do that and i just started screaming laughing the thing about this the only note i have on it is like this they should have swapped the sequence of these two things in that the relationship that I care about in the Even Stevens movie yeah. is Ren and Lewis. Yeah. It is not yeah. Jason at Muntai and Ren. Like, have her do the Muntai thing first, wrap that up, have her say she's going to get some ass later, whatever, and then end. You can have Lewis bring up, but, but, but end on Ren and Lewis. Like, that's yeah. where I would like that to mm-hmm. end. I mean, they kind of like go a- back to them a little bit again before they go on the plane or whatever. But, uh, yeah, this part, oh my God, the way he's like, he's like, Ren, you know. I wasn't acting. I wasn't acting. Yeah, that was the thing. She was like, she was, he was like, I really like you or whatever, you know. Even though, even though I learned nothing about you and your personality or like any of the things you like, I, I definitely really and do also, like you. But like, oh, yeah, the, the, the line, the line, it's great because he goes, he's like, <laughs> he sits down after everything this family went through. <laughs> went through hell he sits down and he just goes Ren I'm so sorry about all this <laughs> he just says it like like so casually yeah like yeah you know my bad and then, she, and then she's like she's like you're an actor you know it's your job you were doing your job and he's like that's the thing I wasn't acting <laughs> he's like he's I'm like, not Leonardo DiCaprio he's a struggling actor in Sacramento he's not that committed to his bit like, no, yeah. like let's relax and then, and then he's like, I like, I really like. Will I ever see you again? And then she like leans down, and I, th- I think she kisses him again. Yeah, she kisses him, and then she goes, "You can consider that a yes." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then we go to the plane that they board. Also, this is the point where you see that that shoulder tattoo is clearly real, and I freaked out. And I was like, "So this fifteen-year-old girl is making out with this tatted, struggling actor? What is this teaching us?" Yeah. Uh, and there's too many people getting on this fucking plane. It's such a small plane. It's such a small plane. <laughs> because like Twitty and Laney. Laney, Tawny, I don't know. Tawny now have to take this plane too. Uh, and ta- and uh, Twitty's like, uh, can I, like, is there any room for me in there? Like, you know, I can understand if you want me to swim my way back because I feel so bad about 
having sold them out, and they're like, no, we forgive you, Twitty, but you gotta sit next to Beans. And he's like, I'm, I'm feeling, feeling gassy. I'm feeling gassy. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, yeah. And uh, they're like, alright, fair enough. So they somehow all managed to stuff but themselves then, But then, but before plane. that, before that, um, Ren and Lewis sort of make up oh, again. I thought it was after, but yes. Yeah, they have another bit. makeup scene. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, so they like, yeah, they sort of have like a hug, and like, it's really weird, because like, Lewis like, kisses Ren on the cheek, which like, we never see. Ever. Yeah. Which was like, every time I see mm-hmm. that, I'm like, oh my god, that felt like, like so sweet and then like on the commentary christy was like yeah we were like really kind of saying goodbye that day so that was like sort of genuine Aww. and i was like yeah. oh my god because it always nice. came across as really genuine to me and like shy is like smiling i'm like oh um but yeah and then there was also um they bring they circle back with the sit next to papa bit when yeah, they do, Tawny yes. gets on the plane <laughs> he's like do. want the seat right next to papa, and and papa? Like, at least this time she smiles she's like oh, yeah. <laughs> okay um and then we get a closing little montage narrated by beans where it's like uh lewis got to spend his summer in his chair with tawny which again 10 seconds of lewis and tawny content really Ten. in yeah. the whole movie mm-hmm. awful not enough it's never enough um the uh, friggin' the dad got a job at the law firm, and so now he's bringing home the bacon again. His masculinity is secure. Um, <laughs> Donnie went to college where he's majoring in, like, football. football. He said he excelled in football, baseball, and philosophy. Just, Just kidding, kidding about the philosophy. philosophy. As his suitcase falls open with... Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, one yeah. of the, the most, the worst green screen in the whole movie. Yeah, 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 it's, college yeah the, it's, it's clearly a green screen of UCLA. Yeah. But that was clearly for a joke. Like, oh, it, yeah, yeah, like yeah. It wasn't, they weren't trying to make that look... Oh, of course. Great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I did always, it did always bother me that, um, Beans got to do this wrap up. Yeah. Because I'm just like, the whole closure for the whole series is a one minute long Beans narrated (laughs) montage wrap up. I was like, really? Yeah. So bizarre. It's very, it's a a bizarre choice. It's a weird call, but I mean, it's kind of, I guess it's cute in a way. Because it's, did we say that it was him saying, how I spent my summer vacation? Oh, no, yeah. Aaron Karen or whatever. I'm like, yeah. And it's like, and it goes over like, Ren got together with Jason. Who's Mutai? Who's real name? Name, Yeah, Mutai. Whose real name is Jason, and they became inseparable. Yuck! And I'm like, honestly, same Mm -hmm. beans. Like, yeah. And you you see them having (laughs) a date, but where else? The pancake diner, because that's the only set they have. (laughs) Um, and I, I don't. Is that all the wrap up? Oh, I just like that they ended. I mean, the beans thing is cheesy and like a weird choice, but I like that they ended at the family dinner where they're all around the table. Yeah, and the beans comes out of the ether, and they're they're like, (laughs) oh Jesus, Pete! Like that felt like the original show when he pops out and like red. And, like, does the salad bowl and, yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. I thought I changed the locks. Like, yeah, exactly. They're here? like, Mom, this kid scares me. And then, you know, like, you know, who invited him? And yeah, and then Lewis did, and then it's like, now why do you think I always did something wrong? And it starts, like, them all fighting, fighting with each other. So it's like, they love each other, but they also still have that tension that it was like know. a very um everybody loves raymond ending where they all yeah, sit down that's dinner good, that's like it was and honestly it was like so sad like at this scene like as they're fighting around the table and it has like that just like sweet sort of feel of like ah oh, yeah that's the tv family like final shot mm-hmm. that we're gonna get of them like every time i watch that i'm just like oh god but then of course it cuts into the final uh music video thing what the f- I hell was it, this i fucking loved this this was the best part of the movie but it's so out of nowhere i, I was it. just like they're all like a band yeah it's like it's, it's, uh, they're all like playing instruments and christy cross and romano is singing. singing and i was like why do they feel the need to add this to well this was a thing a too i mean this was a thing too there was like a band arc throughout the show yes. 
So Did like, they, so they had, Twitty, they all had a band. Yeah, they had a band called the Twitty Stevens Connection. So, yes. <laughs> so, so this, That's this awesome. yeah. I don't know, like, this was a thing. So this was supposed to be like an offshoot of like, oh, let's have like the band like play a song. To, it like, was called it. Dream Vacation, and yeah. I loved the song. I, I, I was, imagine the audience heard it, and it made me so happy when like Ren and Lewis were like. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it's just such weird total whiplash, but it's not like I, if in my dreams the whole thing would have been a musical like influence episode. Like I, I love that shit. I was like, this is perfect. And uh, and of course, there's like bloopers and like random. Yeah, stuff. Gonna, that is nice that they cut some bloopers. In I the love music bloopers. Video. But then nice. like and then there's also this like bloopers that like don't seem like they were actually bloopers. Like they were just trying to say like act like you know silly for the camera yeah. for this yeah, end thing, yeah. like, this ending thing. I yeah. love I love fake bloopers. I love real bloopers. I love fake boobers I love a it's just, video it's just fun to see the cast I fun. loved it but uh, yeah that's the Even Stevens Woo. movie and uh, it's it's a fun time I think it's fun I mean I, as I said I'm not, I wasn't someone who's super obsessed with the show and I think it's just a fun little it's only like a tight hour 30 I think it's hour 35 mm-hmm. like it's just a tight little experience that uh, if you remember I'd say quite really enjoyable Emma I enjoyed it I mean I really enjoyed like watching it it was not a slog like some of the other movies have been it was like i again it was also a good one that like i hadn't watched in so long so it was like all coming back Mm -hmm. to me and i felt like i was like i wasn't like i know every single beat of this and so i'm bored i was like kind of on the edge of my seat and aka didn't figure out twists until they were (laughs) happening but i loved it and it's also just like i mean love and respect everyone on disney channel but it's also very good to see some stuff where like we have some really good actors like mm-hmm. all the acting and even Stevens was always very good and these people are all very good and you're never like watching someone sometimes when on doing this podcast and on shows you're like oh like like side characters like the delivery is bad this it's like stilted like everybody on the show can genuinely act and that mm-hmm. makes it like a very enjoyable viewing experience yes yes but but so but so as a hardcore fan of the stevens family what do you what, what's your feeling on the movie um I think I'm sure you're talking about this somewhere else. But. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think I had come to the conclusion that, like, as a standalone decom or whatever, like, sure. Like, it's, I mean, I guess it's, it's fine. It's like, it's a B plus, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, as, like, a finale for the show, I'm like, eh. Like, for it's one of like, the most beloved it's, it's live action like, Disney It's getting, like, C minus territory for, like, a finale yeah. for the show. Just because, I mean, it, it just feels like they... It feels like a side story. Yeah, it just, it just feels like they missed the mark of what, like, they maybe should mm-hmm. have done. Like I said, I think the finale episode is way more satisfying, way more um emotional than what we got here. Like, the emotion feels a little shoehorned in at the end, and it's just definitely, like... Definitely, definitely. It's like, oh, yeah, we, we spent, like, an hour and 15 minutes just like watching this family be crazy and fight yeah. and stuff and then like oh but never mind they still love each other and like here's the end of the whole series like it's like what? yeah yeah I agree. yeah and so like i remember like i remember like even as a kid that i didn't like that like i was like upset no. yeah. i was like i was like this is upsetting like i don't think this is what i wanted i think as a kid i think that's why i didn't watch it a lot as a kid like i watched the show but i didn't really rewatch the movie a bunch mm-hmm. i think because it made me sad I think like i, I rewatched like the movie all the time because they played it all the time and i had yeah, a crush on shia so i would watch him over and over again i didn't care um uh, yeah, i love the image of you begrudgingly watching this movie <laughs> being like, i'm watching um, this for shia but like my my um my little paragraph that i had written right here i just said 
said, I wish the movie followed a more down-to-earth plot with the Stevens family in Sacramento. I wanted some more emotion and heart. I wanted Lewis and Tawny. And then I said, oh yeah, that exists. It's called the series finale episode, Leave yeah. Stevens. Yes. <laughs> I, think, I think that's really the better way to think of it, is if you just think of this as like a fun, like, standalone, standalone yeah. return to the characters and a little side adventure. It's great. But if you showed this to me with, took all the stuff out of it that says movie and said, this is the series finale, finale of Eva yeah. Stevens, I would say that was freaking crap. Yeah. Like, it's not what you think. You can't call that the it's series finale. It's not what finale. the show's about. Because, well, I mean, it's why are we going to spend yeah. the whole movie just, like, on a fake reality show, like, doing yeah. all this stuff? And you could also do that. I liked your point. Like, you could do that and do it well. Like, yeah. if you could, you could remove them in a situation and do it well. But I think you're, what you're right, the pacing and tone is very weird, where it's just, like, gags gags fighting screaming crazy crazy oh my god aren't they wacky and then it's like by the way i still love you like there's no Mm -hmm. emotional like this is the conflict of ren and lewis and this is how they're gonna resolve and like there's not like those good emotional beats in there it just feels shoehorned at the end Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, i agree but what would you rate it on um i will give this uh 6.5 i was gonna go about a seven i I think it's a it's good not great enjoyable but not uh, amazing in any way, shape, or form. I think I'll give it a seven over to six point five. Just that point five is for Tim Meadows, my boy. I do. I love Tim. It. I think the cast is great. Yeah. I mean, I but, but yeah, I think it's. I just think I think we always whenever we talk about these series movie ones mm. where it's like they're they're based on a series, we always kind of run into a tough area. It's hard. Mm-hmm. I get it to make like a movie that can be its own movie, but it's also based on like a beloved series. Right. I think this did an okay job yes. at it and it's but I'd get it as tougher think, than like any other decom where it's like there's no expectations for it whatsoever. I think in the ones we've covered based on the ones we've covered Kim Possible is probably the Kim Possible movie is probably the best one of those we've seen the Jed Jackson one is a, not oh, such a weird that. freaking way yeah, to extend that I movie. revisited that recently and I was like yeah. watching it like what yeah it's the just, movie is so weird it's such a weird way to extend that show but I think this is a good middle ground between those yes. two where it's got some of what you want but it could be doing better but yes. yeah I think I actually think I gave it a six on IMDb. Oh, that, yeah. yeah, that's a, that's about where we're landing. Yeah, yeah. so there, there you go. That's Brittany's expert rating. I mean, I don't I don't want to speak for all even Stevens fans. I know there are people that like the movie, but yeah, I just think didn't fully um, hit the mark for yeah. No, uh, yeah, but I think that's gonna do it for us on this episode. Uh, Emma, do you want to know what movie we're watching next month? No, but tell me. But it's Christmas, Emma. What I even do? A Christmas movie. We is have left. two Christmas movies left. <sighs> we have, I, but I'm not gonna pick the, the probably the more painful one. I'm picking Twas the Night, starring Brian <laughs> Cranston, where he's Santa Claus. I don't even fucking remember. Never that seen it, so it's gonna be interesting. I know that exists in like the back exist. of my brain, but I'm I have no idea it. what the plot is. I hope Brian Cranston's terrible in it. It's gonna be great. I hope it's um, in Disney but, Plus. So look, I, it, it will be. I mean, I think it is. But thank you so much for joining us, guys. Brittany, thank you so much for thank joining you. us. Thank and you really, for having me. This really, really saving fun. us from not from not knowing Sounding anything we were like talking an idiot about. about the show that I don't <laughs> so much, so much of that good content and what and the expertise you brought. Do you to have this. anything you want to plug? Yes. Where me? can people find you online? Um. Yeah. Well, I. I mean, I'll plug myself as well too. I'm a musician, yes. a singer songwriter. Uh. So I got all my own stuff out there, just as Brittany Butler. But of course, you all want the even Stevens content. So. Uh, <laughs> contact you crazy. Yes, so I literally, I've been um, trying to make Even Stevens come back as like a thing in popular culture since like 2011 online. 
So like I've anything that you find related to even Stevens online will probably link back to something I did. Um, yeah. So so like yeah. But anyway, but what I've been running now for the last three years is even Stevens ranked, which you can find at evenstevensranked.com. I ranked and reviewed every episode of the series. Um, and then when I finished that project, I moved on to the Even Stevens Ranked podcast, which I host uh, with my friend Ethan, who I met online through our mutual love of Even Stevens. And he also ranked all Beautiful. the episodes. So our podcast is sort of based on us reviewing the series from beginning to end, but prefacing uh, each episode with where each of us have it ranked and then we discuss mm. our, you know, contrasting lists and, uh, and then just sort of just, you know, discuss all the episodes, have a lot of fun. We laugh a lot. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's a really good time if you're into the show, which is great now too, that it's finally on Disney Plus so people can actually yes. watch the show and listen along with us because you really couldn't do that before. <laughs> um, except. And for- if you've never watched Even Stevens, definitely do now that it's on Disney Plus. Yes, yes, time. definitely. It's uh, been very interesting to, see the show's shift in popularity already um like as soon as disney plus dropped it's kind of overwhelming because it's not um (laughs) we've not been used to that over the last like eight (laughs) years it's been pretty dormant but now everyone's suddenly like yo even stevens i'm like wow okay uh but yeah now's the time yeah so you guys can check that out if you want it'd be awesome Uh, yeah do you have a twitter for either of those uh yeah so uh we're basically at even stevens ranked everywhere um except twitter you couldn't do it that long so it's even stevens rank um and uh but yeah if you just go to even stevens ranked uh com there's like it, that's the hub for like everything you can find cool. all the socials all that stuff and we also have a subreddit called uh even more stevens uh, where uh <laughs> where you can you know share a bunch of stuff and it's kind of fun um that should be what the reboot's called even more stevens yeah, yeah that's what go. some people have said but there was like I, I got the name from they did like a marathon back in the day called the even more stevens marathon oh, and so, that's good. so that's i was good like though. all right but now i'm like i hope they don't name a reboot that because that's the name of our subreddit and so it's like yes. it would be like so specific it's like no we're not just a subreddit for the reboot like yeah, yeah. that's a mess that's a mess <laughs> yeah I much that. like family fake it's a legal Nightmare. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much again, Brittany. Yes, thank you so much. Emma, they can find you online at? I am at Emma Stone Tyler everywhere, and Instagram and Twitter. Yes, and I am Wildfire underscore King on Twitter. I've got a Patreon at patreon.com slash Tyler. Thank you, everyone, who's supporting me there. But more importantly, you can find us on Twitter at Decomedy Podcast. Give us a like, give us a follow, become a loyal D-Comrade. Love to see you guys tweeting about the show and everything. And Super rate nice and review us on iTunes, please. If you listen to this episode and you like Brittany, leave a comment about and how go to Brittany's podcast and give her a good rate. Honestly, review. yes, please. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna do that right now. Are you? You're on iTunes, right? All right, we yes, don't have time yes. for them to listen. I'm, we'll do that. I'm gonna offline. do it later. But not on yes. audio. But, That's a, uh, not an audio thing. Thank that you guys. Can see. Thank you guys so much for listening. Come back next month for Twas the Night. Brittany, thank you again. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs> you're gonna say the thing you always say. I was gonna let everyone say goodbye first. Bye bye. <laughs> Decoms oh. forever. There. I see. You just gotta oh, wait, God. Emma. Brent, here's the thing. Uh-oh. I mean, it's been great, but. Yeah, I'm going to be going away, and I, I don't want to be tied down. Oh, no, sure. I mean, in case you meet another girl. Well, I probably won't. Oh, I know. But no, no, no. When you go to Maine, you want to keep your options open. Right, exactly. And, you know, when I come back, we can pick things up again. No, Gil, we can't. Ren, are you upset? You dump me in a pancake house, and you wonder if I'm upset? Ugh! 
Okay, this would be a really great moment if the syrup wasn't so thick. 